warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Highlander and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio, as always, by Highlander. Always a pleasure. It has been uh, one week since we were last here together, Highlander. I, I would go so far to say it's always one week after Usually, we've been yes. Usually. I was just kind of going with the normal intro we, we I understand. Did. I understand. It's been a crummy week for me. Really? It's yes. been an okay week for me. But it's been a very crappy one. Actually, a very busy one. I was 15 minutes late getting on the air tonight for, for the uh, pre-show music. Oh. I had a, uh, there's a club that my parents belong to, and they have like the grandkids and that come out for a Christmas party. They have Santa Claus show up and... So we were out in Berea, and it took a bit of a uh, went a little longer than I expected. And we had to drive all the way back. Was here, it like so. an Irish club kind of thing? Or? No, actually, it's uh, it's an Eagles club. Oh, okay, the, the Fraternal Order of Eagles. Yes, I am familiar with. Apparently, that. my family pretty much runs this one in Berea. So the aunts, aunts and uncles and whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think because that's that's what the Eagles. That's their right. eagle nest. The name of an eagle's nest. Yes. I think. I think. So, yeah. anyways, they did that, and they had Jungle Terry come out, and you know, it was. Kind of interesting and kind of who? fun. Jungle Terry. Jungle Terry? Yes, Jungle Terry. And Jungle Terry is who? Jungle Terry is a guy who has a bunch of animals that he brings out and does like a pet show and a, you know people come up and they can oh, pet the okay. animals. And... Okay. I, I used to go to things like that uh, in school, like in elementary school. Right. I, yeah, don't, I don't know if that might be the same that's, guy. He or... does things like that. Oh, He's been okay. around that long. Oh, okay. They had a tortoise and a python and they had a hedgehog and they had a chinchilla and they had a, a, a couple of weird looking pigeons. My daughter got to hold a twenty-pound albino skunk. Nice. They had a tarantula. <laughs> yeah. So was he fixed? Yeah. You're not gonna, you know, hand a, a live. Hey, I don't know. Firing skunk to a kid. Some guy shows up in a beat-up jalopy, saying, "I'm Jungle Terry." Like, oh, all right, <laughs> that's what you are. Here's the skunk. <laughs> it was. The thing was a monster. It was a twenty-pound albino skunk. Twenty-pound albino. Yes. Wow. It's a pretty rare find. Yes, it is. So he was also, he didn't have any stripes on. He was like all white. All white. Pure white. All white with like pink eyes. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Wow. So, 
Yeah, so they did that, and they had some birds flying around, and you got the pet different things. They had a couple different snakes and a big python, and so I mean the kids liked it. They got each got presents handed out to them that uh-huh. the club bought for them, and Santa Claus came and said hi, and the kids got to sit in their lap and take pictures and what have you. So it was like a fun event. Okay. They had it was probably the last good. year she's going to go because she's ten now. So it's, yeah, you're kind of getting to that kind of right. So the kind of age going back and forth about whether or not uh, it's real or not. I'm apparently being we're shown being here. Hang on. We're we're being joined by two people. I like in that. the studio. Yeah, see, oh, that's not bad. Mystic Mim is brought in the Crown Princess. They're showing off a uh, her choir outfit because yeah, she has a Christmas ah, choir. Concert I was next I was going to guess a Christmas. I carol. like that, guys. That looks really cute. Yeah, she had on like a top hat, like a top hat. Almost to think of like a Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge kind of top hat, right? And then like a plaid scarf. Yeah, that looked pretty good. Santa needs to be careful around you, Emp. Thanks, Master Queen. Appreciate that. God, I'm never. Albino means that. white. LeBron has joined VTW. Very funny. Oh, how cute. Suck my ass, uh. each and every one of you. I was wondering if anybody would make the... Okay, look how IRC just jumped. We had yeah. a lot of people in here like, yeah, we have quite a few people in here. Not as much as last week, and now there's like 40 more people in here. Like, Albino Jesus. actually means colorless. It means there's no pigment in the skin of right. the person or the animal. So It was white. Uh, the pads of its feet, all of its fur, everything yeah. was white, and then it had red eyes. Yeah. So because because you can see the blood vessels yes. in the iris, so there's there's no blue or green or anything covering it up. Should we? And I can't believe LeBron. we're talking about albino things. Kick LeBron. Kick LeBron. No one cares. We're talking about LeBron. We talked about skunks and animals, and we're only five minutes into the show. I know, unbelievable. Um, I saw a movie that you've been wanting me to see for some time, and I it was on on demand, like okay. a free on demand that we have. So I thought, all right, what the hell? So I turned it on and watched it. There are several movies I told you to watch. Which one specifically? Um, take a wild guess. I'll, 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 I'll give you three guesses. I think you're only going to need two. Okay. Was this recent? Yes, it, it, it was a recent movie that came out. Michael Collins? No, but you're on the right track. You're on the right kind of thing. Uh, you were glowing about it. You thought it was amazing. And you were like, well, haven't you seen it yet? Uh, go oh, see it. Boondock Saints? There you go. The Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day. Yeah, well, what you think? I actually did not like it. R- really? I, that's why I wanted to tell you on the air, why? because I knew you would have that reaction. I, it just felt... I saw the original Boondock Saints, and okay. I liked that. I thought it was very... I mean, it did have its over-the-top moments, of course. Right. But I think at its heart, it was very like gritty and kind of you know down-to-earth and just very you know violent. and Right. The Boondock Saints 2 seems to be sort of lampooning that in a certain way. You've got that Mexican character who's yes. there purely for comic relief. Yes. Uh, well, there's quite a bit of comedy in the first one, too. There is. There, situational, but yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like the lady who replaced Willem Dafoe, who did the... I, yeah, I was... I it, was it felt a little... It, it, it felt like she had seen the Boondock Saints and wanted to go like even more over the top. If, if you could believe as to what Willem Dafoe did, I mean the the part where she dresses up like a cow, you know, like a cowgirl, or I was going to say right, cowboy, yes. but she's a girl. So it'd be cowgirl. She's walking on the uh, she's walking the on, the, table. on the table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it just had a. I mean, obviously it was a, a low budget film, and so was the original Boone. And it's Saints. supposed to be right. Yeah, yeah, right. But there there were things I think they were trying to do in the movie that uh, showed off a lot more the low budgetness. Of the movie, like for example, the uh, the mafia guys' hangout. Yes, it it looked really cheesy. Now I don't know if they were doing it on purpose or not, but it just felt it, it felt like that wasn't the kind of place that a, a, a rich powerful would hide that out, would really yeah. hide out. They they had like a, a ch- they had that cheap buffet out all the time. Yes, 
They had like it was like two candles, and they had that weird looking panic room thing. It I don't know, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't horrible, and it had good parts. It was great for what it was, which was a shoot 'em up with a kind of okay plot with some there, really funny parts. See, that's the and, other thing. I don't think there were as many good shoot 'em up. The, the like the things I did in the original Boondock Saints, I think, were much more interesting as far as far as the action scenes than than the Boondock Saints too. That's just my opinion looking at it. Okay. Um, was it worth the on-demand money you paid for it to watch? I paid nothing for it. There, so see? I, I have to say I was, Shut your I, was damn enter- mouth. I was entertained enough that I watched there you the whole go. thing. And you would be entertained enough to watch the third one when it comes out. Saints preserve us. So is that going to be where they're, they're now working for the Vatican and they're going to yes. bust them out of the prison? Well, Yeah, what they're going to do is I believe they're going to start wiping the people out in the prison. Because they're all criminals, and of they're going to bust them out, and it's so. Spread. So they're going to they're going to kill now. If if they were cool, we'll see if they do. They should kill everyone in the whole prison. That's what they're going to try and do. Okay, and then get out, and then the Vatican's going to use them as like secret assassins. Uh, kind of. It, there's always been rumors going way back in the day that uh-huh. the Vatican has always had its own special forces, like a commando squad of kinds. Um, I imagine to take out enemies of the church. Yeah, I mean, or recover like, holy artifacts. Or now that would be kind of cool. Allegedly, some of them, some of the Nazis that escaped Germany were tracked down not by the Israelis but by a Vatican hmm. hit team. Interesting. But yeah, the idea in this one, I believe, from what I understand, from and I've only seen the movie once, uh-huh. is that it's supposed to be the Vatican will use them as like a rallying cry, and it will spread, and people will start doing this themselves, taking matters into their own hands to remove evil that, for whatever reason, is ignored by society or. You know, by the, the powers that have, yes, that either can't do it or won't. Hmm. So okay. that's why William Defoe shows up in the end, and I was I was ecstatic when I saw him. I marked out because they he had made it very clear that he was not going to do the movie. He was busy with other things. Right, right. And now we know why. It's because he was keeping it secret so he can set up the third movie. That's why he was in it, and that's not why bad. he's uncredited. So not bad. I'm like, yeah, Miriam and I were like, yeah, what's William Defoe's <laughs> in it? This movie is even better. So absolutely. I mean that that's I mean you I. I didn't think it was a horrible movie. I've seen way worse movies than Boondock Saints 2. But I, I, I've left the movie at the end uh, underwhelmed as to what, well, what it was. Well, you know, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Master Queef and uh, Monster Bear are like, oh, it's Valen Helsing and Hugh Jackson. Actually, that, that's kind of it. That's kind of the, the thing they take from. Or uh, remember that movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in? Was it 1999? Or he was, uh, you mean end, end of Days? It was End of Days? Maybe that, okay, maybe the, that was it. Yeah, that was the one with all the the, the priest's name was Thomas Aquinas. Yes, Rod Steiger's in there. Rod Steiger's yeah. the priest. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, he's working for the Vatican. That's kind of. There's animes like Helsing the anime. That's very similar in that the Vatican right. has a special force. Now I, I got to be honest. I think that you could make a really cool television show or maybe like a movie series about like a group of. I mean, it'd almost be like a modern day Indiana Jones, like looking, you know, having like a, a hit squad of mm-hmm. of Vatican agents looking for holy relics. Would never happen, but it'd be cool. But it'll never happen. Nobody would touch anything that involves the church with the 10-foot pole. Nobody wants the label of being religious. But, yeah, it would be a cool story to have them going after lost artifacts or rumored things. The, the, I, thought, I think they would do it. I mean, they've... The true cross, the, you know, the spear. I don't, or, I'm not saying it would be sponsored by the Catholic Church It doesn't matter. I mean, you I'm have, just saying yeah. that they would just do it, yeah. Yeah, Raymond's like, oh, well, that's a name I haven't seen in a long time. This has slithered his way over here from the OFG side. Vatican Special Force sounds like Helsing Unlimited. That's my point. There's a lot of people that make that kind of, you know, go to that right. well for a uh, storyline. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's always been rumored. There's a couple of books I've read, actually. There are, are a lot of fun that have that in there. The Vatican has their own team of commandos that do various things. Mm. So Interesting. 
All right. So uh, sorry for getting the whole thing off track. But well, that's kind of how we start off every freaking week if you this think is about true. it. This so, is true. anyways, ladies and gentlemen, here's how I can. Okay, this show is sponsored by I don't know what the hell he's hoping. Up. Is that Pepsi? That's Pepsi Max. That's the uh, z- uh, that, I think that's the zero calorie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pepsi. But that's not a like the Coke Zero. That's not the label that I recognize. Unless it's another country. I don't uh, know. It might be foreign. It could that's be. That's possibly. Like a UK or something? I don't know. By the way, a huge birthday wish to the Archbishop Shriggs, who turned 21 today. Really? Yes. He'll only be joining us very shortly this evening. He's going out for his birthday, but huge birthday ups to him. Wow, fantastic. Happy so birthday. You don't have to purge anybody this week. You can take the week off. Um, programming notes. For those who have been asking, my apologies. Last show was not put on the archives because the original 128 kilobytes show was corrupted. I have since fixed the 56K feed. I actually record both because I record or I stream on both. So never fear, ladies and gentlemen. I do have it. I just need to put it up. And I will get around to that probably either later tonight, depending on how long Highlander stays, or more likely tomorrow. Um, there's really gotcha. no rush to get out the door this week since I had something else to do last week. Uh-huh. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, here's the info you need to know to get in on the conversation. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. All righty. So well, thank you, Rip. We are a uh, little X. We appreciate that. You never know, just in case. So what are we talking about this we week? We have sir? a bunch on the docket. Yes. Um, I had articles, you had articles, and of course, don't let me have articles. But tonight, we have on live gaming. We've got a discussion about video game violence, link inconclusive, according to the Australian government. Penis boxing. I, I, I have to admit, when I first saw this, I thought it was hilarious. I, I, just that picture of that guy right there. I was like, we got to talk about this. This from is from Germany's stupid news and ri- in English. This, so stupid and ridiculous. Germany. All I needed to know. It's yeah. It's it's German. Ireland creates fund for internet video game startups. I'm going to melt down about this one. I figured you would. Activision cool to mobile social games. Activision does not believe that there's any money in mobile games. May I uh, say this guy looked for himself on Google, finds that he's wanted for murder. A case of mistaken identity Jeez. and all the stuff that goes along with it. Next up, untangle the web with this chick, and it's about internet neutrality, something we've been putting off for two weeks now. With this chick. I like I'm how sorry. You, I like how you went right over that. That was really funny. Incorrect. This is the, that's the next one. This one is the Internet Cyber Radicals, Heroes of the Web, Changing the World. And then the next one's from the Washington Times about the FCC, that's the Federal Communications Commission, is getting in on the conversation for net neutrality. They're leading the charge to try and get it done. question is, are they doing it correctly, and what's the backlash? We'll get to that and so much more. We have a super mega quickening this evening. We do. Uh, we also have Stupid Video Game Moment of the Week. Of course. Forbidden Knowledge. Indeed. We have a mailbag. If you want to get your mail in, ladies and gentlemen, we'll probably get to that in the second hour. It's emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net. So get your emails in if you want them read. If you take a look at vtwproductions.com in the IRC video chat, we've got... Six people, well, okay, five people, four people in two empty rooms currently. And you can actually watch the listeners of the show on their webcams doing disgusting things to themselves or holding up Pepsi Max cans. So, by the way, did we find out exactly who it was that had the Pepsi Max can as to what country they're from? No, I don't think he uh, said in they, IRC. It, Pepsi Max for when a normal can of Pepsi just doesn't smite hard enough. <laughs> I like that. I don't know that that's necessarily a... Smite. Smite is what makes that funny right there. So. It's a good word to use. In it anything. is a good word. Smite is a great. So I don't think smite is used enough. I think I think we need to reintroduce smite into the English language. 
Musk versus Bobby Kotick opens his mouth and it's everywhere on the internet. Well, Bobby Kotick and Kotick, however you want to pronounce it, is a very um, polarizing individual. Yeah, I mean, and, he, and also he runs one of the biggest video game companies. So yeah, so when when he speaks, people people listen. that like video games are going to listen. You know, and people like us are going to pay attention. Okay, so it's Australia. It's the Pepsi Max from Australia. I had a, I, no I had a sneaky yeah, suspicion it was Australia, but I wasn't sure. I would think you'd want more calories for Pepsi smiting. Well, no, you want to lose calories. So that's right. You know, if you're smiting quite a bit, you're going to lose calories. Less calories gives you more distance. I'm just reading the. Uh, it's science. Don't argue with. So you'd want like Pepsi yep. throwbacks for throwing? I like. Well, okay, I, I'll, I'll be. I'll be honest here. Have you tried Pepsi throwback? I have. I've tried the Mountain Dew one as well. Have you? Can you taste the difference? Do you notice the difference? I, I honestly can taste. I a do too. A big yes. one. Yeah. I like the Pepsi throwback a lot better than whatever dribble they put in the cans. These yes, days. it's it's upsetting because everywhere else in the entire world they use sugar, except here where apparently we use corn syrup. And you know, know why. why? Well, yeah, it's a, it's all money and it's. Well, that's part insider of it. stuff and things that's like a good that. chunk of it. But the other thing too is much like salt and trans fat and everything else is that sugar is bad, and therefore they're trying to get away from that. So, you know, they're well, you know, they're trying to raise taxes we, on. We on, will see because I, as far as I'm aware, I I thought that the Corn Growers Association of America or whatever whatever group that is were putting out ads. I mean, I I saw at least two ads oh, trying yeah. to trying to dispel rumors that corn syrup was bad. I'm sure they are, but the conventional wisdom has always been that sugar is hyperactive. Sugar makes you fat. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Even to the day. And they, corn syrup was supposed to be the better alternative. Now people are saying, well, it may not be as good an alternative as we originally thought. Right. And now saying, no, 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 corn syrup's not bad. It's great. Of course, corn, corn growers have a lot of stroke of course. in this country. But it's just, it's one of those, you know, like smoking and everything else. It's just, it's bad. Therefore, you don't want it. And you're right. It, is, it sucks for everybody else gets it. We don't. That's how it used to be here. Oh, well. Anyhow, so we have a lot to get through this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Where do we start I don't know. Tonight? You're the one that usually picks first. Don't so. forget, next week, I believe, is the Video Game Awards on Spike TV, December the 11th. Yes, that's correct. So, now, is, is, is it going on while we're on the air? No, I believe it takes place on a Thursday. Let me look. December the 11th takes place Saturday. Wait, uh, is that right? See? I think that's I'm right. right. Somebody asked if we were going to uh, broadcast it as it happened live. We said, no, we can't. Let's see. Let's go to SpikeTV.com. Maybe we can adjust our schedule for next week so that we're on the air at the same time for the duration, and we can discuss it as it happens. Right. Um, there it is right up there. Might as well just, yeah. Click yeah. on the banner. Give us just a second here, folks. We hit, okay, there's, like, sound effects playing in the background. Well, something just it popped up right there. Uh, let's see. Eight days, one hour. So, see, I don't think so, that's going to happen. It says eight days, one hour, 37 minutes. So, so it looks like it's like going to be like an hour and a half after we start. That's my my guess. Well, eight days would mean it's on a Sunday, not a Saturday, right? Right? Yeah. You have to count today also. Okay. Um, that's weird that it doesn't actually give a date or a time. That is kind of strange. Uh... Oh, no, it's, oh my God, it's right in front of us, dude. Is it? Look closer. Oh, right there. Live, Saturday, December 11th, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. All right, so. So it's going to be like two hours after we, now, I, I suppose what okay. we could do is just make a, since no one's after us, do you want to do like a super long show? We could, but. I mean, I, I, I stay over that late anyway. I if no we do that, I mean, you're looking at like three hours beyond or two hours extra beyond what we normally do. We're going to be on the air until like 11 o'clock. 
Well, bear in mind, from 8 to 11, we'd really be talking about just the VGAs. I think. I, w- I would assume so. We're going to have to kill some time because they'll have you know different guests come on and a music right. guest and their videos so and we could, shit we don't like, care We about. could go from 6 to 8 and just, you know, we could get kind of the maybe the bits out of the way. Yeah, or we could probably like do that. that. Yeah. And then, well, then we can kind of maybe space out some Or do we want to start like an hour late later maybe so we don't, you know, we're not stretched thin thin or... Honestly, now my, my worry is that the IRC folk will forget. And they'll be like they'll they'll be coming in at six or five thirty or whatever. We would have to post like, it on the web. There's no show, and yeah, then we- they leave, and then they get pissed because they forgot that the show Who is gives on. Gives a hour shit. Later. They're the IRC rats. They they're only here at our whim. <laughs> they serve at the pleasure of us, the host. Little Rex, did you say there was no difference between cordon syrup and fructose sugar? Actually, fructose no sugar. No, no. There there is a. difference. I believe we said the exact opposite. Yes, actually. there there is a difference. Yes. No, let's see if you can track down up to 20 articles if we need it. All right, you know what? Okay, we're not going to need to do 20 We'll articles. discuss this. Yeah. Keep an eye on the website. We'll have an announcement out there what we're going to do. But I'm thinking we're probably going to make this a, a show we're going to do next week uh, to cover what they're doing You know, on the VGAs. I th- it, it would make sense. Yeah. At least, you know, because we had our whole picks picked out and... Right. It's live on the air. I, I think it would make sense. Of course, it's just going to be three hours of bitching. I can't believe they picked that. What the hell were they thinking? That's probably what it'll end up being. Jesus Christ. So, all right. Either that or, you know, even with every um, every award, you know, they'll run down. We can give a quick, you know, well, what do we think we're going to win, you know, kind of thing. Being stretched, there might be a new experience. Did you never fear if we have enough lead time? In this case, we have a week. I'm sure we can find stuff. To keep us going. Yes. When I say stretch thin, I'm more worried about our vocal cords than the material. Yeah, not the cover. material. Good Lord, no. I, I can tell you right now, with the amount of articles we have, we're not going to get to every single one of them. Right. There's no way. Oh, I've got more than I just got pulled up. These are just the, the juicy ones that I Yeah, yeah. I these saw, are just so. the best. We just use the best of the best. I mean, we can, we can just use all the articles and go for it. Speaking of which, programming note as well. Tomorrow night, Sunday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm calling for everybody who's already signed up for Dynasty Warriors online, and there's at least a dozen of you. <laughs> there's a dozen people that have posted cool. their names. That's cool. No problem. We're going to get together. Uh, if you're fighting for Shu Han, and by the looks of it, everybody is, I want you to meet in the courtyard in front of Huang Zhang's uh, office. We'll meet up there, and then we'll go out and we'll kick somebody's ass. <laughs> it sounds like you're meeting up in Chinatown. <laughs> we are meeting up in Chinatown. We're meeting up in Chinatown, down by Dim Sung's and... We're going to have some egg rolls and kick some ass. Speaking of which, if anybody has some dim sum, I need some because my lieutenant is starting to get a little pissed because I haven't fed her. So, seriously, I need food. If you guys have some food laying around, let me know. Chinese warrior needs food, food now. now. <laughs> oh, so. Oh, uh, no. I knew that I had food. Okay, so let's do on live. We've been meaning to do this okay. for a couple weeks now. Uh, this is from the New York Times. The New York Times. One more game device, but this one's tiny. This Indeed. is the onlive.com. Yes, onlive.com, but more importantly, what we're going to be talking about is their console that they'll be bringing out. Actually, it should be out either now or pretty darn So quick. this isn't something that you connect through your computer. It's actually a console you can hook up to your TV. It's Well, it, onlive is both. It's kind of like Netflix, but for games. You'll right? see, yeah. If I remember. If Let I, me, um, let's go ahead and Wait, wait, hang on. Actually, Hunter, you were incorrect. There is no difference between high fructose, sugar, fructose, whatever the hell it is. And whatever the hell that is, corn. So both sugars contain the same electric formula and are metabolized the same way in your body. So vitamin C. All right. Well, Little Rex has now added himself to the purge list because he's wrong. Moving on. Okay. Go ahead. While Microsoft's Xbox 360, Nintendo's Wii, and Sony's PlayStation 3 duke it out for dominance of the video game console market, can there possibly be any room for yet another machine? It's Miller time. Steve Perlman, a well-known Silicon Valley investor and entrepreneur, 
thinks that there is. His strategy is to make a game system without game disks. His on-live game service works by keeping all of its games in the computing cloud. Consumers can stream the games to their PC after installing a browser plugin. Starting in December, and we're in December right now, users will be able to stream games to their televisions using a $99 box not much bigger than a pack of cigarettes that taps a high-speed internet connection, the company said two weeks ago. OnLive faces considerable obstacles. Working against it are an initially limited inventory of games, a well-established console business run by corporations with very deep pockets, and a resistance among consumers to add one more box to their home entertainment systems. You know, there's a couple other issues here that I want to bring up that aren't mentioned. One is the fact that, and we've discussed this before, is digital media only goes so far for me. I prefer actually having the uh, hard copy in hand. What, I mean, we've seen this with, with Assassin's Creed. What happens when if they happen to be down or experiencing server problems or are, you know, God forbid they should have crash or they go out of business? All the games I just purchased or whatever are now is now gone. Fair enough. Now, bear in mind that uh, Mr. Perlman, the very next thing, has a quote saying, quote, being tied to physical media is gradually dying away. With OnLive, you can't copy a game. This is piracy-free delivery for publishers. So apparently he thinks that not having a physical copy will decrease piracy, according to him. Well, if the only way you can connect to play the game is through his service, then obviously, yes, piracy will go down because you would have to create his service again yes. in order to allow you to play it. Mm-hmm. This would be the death of the single-player game when you think about it, at least in the comfort of your own home at your own base. I mean, you're really at the mercy now. I mean, look, and we're going to have this discussion a little later on, this net neutrality is going to come into play. You just said before we went on the air that Netflix takes up roughly 13% of the entire Internet's bandwidth because of streaming videos. Yes, roughly. That's yeah. only going to get larger. It's only going to get larger. And now you're going to add this to the mix, assuming that it takes off, and I don't think it will, but continue. But Mr. Perlman, who was the head of the group that created Apple's QuickTime video compression software, and the developer of what would become Microsoft's web TV product, says he has some advantages. A a proprietary compression technology, let's try to say that five times fast, developed by OnLive, shrinks the size of the game programs during transmission which allows the game to stream quickly and still play in full high-definition resolution, Mr. Perlman says. The technology eliminates the stuttering, stalling, or lowered resolution, all too typical of users' experience when they try to, when they try to stream a movie to a TV or a PC. Okay, well, I'll, that's, I'll have to wait and see. That's slowdown. That's not lag. That's different. Slowdown is when your machine is having a hard time processing the information it's getting and keeping up with it. Lag is when your latency goes through the roof because the connection you're using, either from their end or our end or both, the game slowdowns or slows down and lags compared to what everything else is right, happening around right. you. Then Mr. Perlman goes on, uh, the low latency of the video compression scheme makes a game looks like it's appearing instantaneously. Bullshit. The box costs so little to make that, quote, we could give it away, Mr. Perlman said in a talk last year at Columbia. Indeed, he envisions TV makers incorporating his software right into their sets. As all games are held at the company's data centers, the service can be upgraded without the need for the consumer to buy new hardware. Mr. Perlman, who was also behind the fabled Silicon Valley startups General Magic, Moxie, and Reardon Steel, I don't know who they are, never heard of them, has attracted investments from an unusual set of powerful companies, including AT&T, British Telecom, Time Warner, and Autodesk. But his company still needs to prove itself with consumers. Since the service began in earnest in June, about 2 million gaming sessions have been logged. I am surprised by that, considering that up until very recently, I'd never heard of this thing. 
Uh, but Mr. Perlman would not say how many users the service has. Of course Obviously, not. it means he doesn't have a lot. Right. Online hopes to attract gamers with titles like Borderlands, Mafia 2, and Sean White Skateboarding. Hmm. Oh, yeah, because Sean White Skateboarding is going to bring in the people in the droves. Absolutely. Coming titles include Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Red Faction Armageddon, and Duke Nukem Forever. The company hopes to expand its offerings from 35 titles today to 50 by Christmas, with some available on the day the disc is first sold for other consoles. All right, so here's my problem right here. Hang on. Publishers compensate, for the, uh, compensate us for that, meaning that consumers can preview a game. You can try it. You can rent it for a few days or buy the right to use it for at least three years. Kiss my ass. If I'm going to spend money to buy a game, I'm not buying the right to play it. I'm buying the right to own it. There lies the problem, Highlander, is that you're not actually buying anything. You're not actually getting anything. All you're getting is the right to play it for a little while until it goes away. Does that mean I have to keep re-upping the same game? What happens to all my save data? Let's say I don't buy a game now, or I buy a game for three years, and I have my save data on there. Do I have to rebuy it or lose all my save data? I have no idea. See, well, there you go. The article doesn't say. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Because games are streamed, the price for owning them will be typically $10 less than the cost of a physical disc of the same game. Okay, again, $10 less, but I get to keep the game. I mean, on occasionally, I will still fire up an old PlayStation 1 game I can play on my PS3. Why? Because I still have the disc. In this computer right in front of you right now, we're running this show on. I have games in there. I've got XCOM UFO Defense on there. How old is that? Friggin' old, and it still works. My point is, I can do all these things because I still have the hard copy. I don't need to pay somebody down the road uh, to rebuy the game I already had. I don't want to buy the right to play the game. I want to buy the game. Continue. <laughs> the $99 TV interface box comes with a game, con- game controller. And uh, I don't think it's here, but uh, there is a picture of it. If we go to their website, you can see what it looks like. Players can also use a standard USB keyboard or mouse to control games if you wish. The company's video game offerings may only be a stalking horse in an effort to offer other revenue-generating cloud-based services. Quote, I think there is a huge potential for many other value-added services, such as video conferencing, secure computing, and internet TV. All right, so it's it's a tech demo. That's basically what they're saying. Uh, not for a hundred. No, I don't think it's a tech. OnLive is not a tech demo. Uh, my point being that they're going to use this to launch what is a more business-oriented service. Is what they're trying really to get at. If it can work for video gaming, they're saying they can work for anything, including internet TV, which already exists, video conferencing, secure computing. All, again, mm-hmm. all that already exists. So if you go to if you want to go to OnLive.com, you can see what it looks like. Yeah, I, I've seen. We actually went to it last time. I'll pull it up here real quick. Okay. They've got. Uh, Let me pull the IRC they, here to see what they're saying. VCR-like controls on the bottom of their controller, which is awfully weird. Little Rex, considering I've studied biochemistry and molecular genetics, I can support my science. If you'd like me to? God, it's kind of sad that if somebody who's studying um, it, it's still wrong. No, I, I, it's it's not a question if you're right or wrong. I don't really care if corn syrup and sugar are the same or if they're not. There. I, don't, I don't. I don't really care. There you go. Let's see. Um, Ownership is not antiquated. People want to want to make it so, but I'll be damned if I have to rent everything. You know, and that's really what it comes down to. And you can say that that you know, video streaming and digital demand, all that, is replacing hard copy. And to a degree, it is. And I think eventually we'll get to that point. But you know what? When I buy something from iTunes, which I recently did last week, mm-hmm. I took I took those songs and I burned them to a CD. You did? Yes. Okay. Well, 
for one, I can play a CD in my car. I can take a CD with me. In the event that my computer crashes or my MP3 player dies, both of which have happened at the exact same time a couple of years back, I have a hard copy. It can always load back in there. All right? In this particular case, I'm not paying for the right to for these songs for a couple of years, and then I lose them. Fuck that. I, I mean, if I'm spending the money, I want the actual product. It's mine. Now, you know, if I knew for sure that this company was going to exist for time immemorial, then I wouldn't right. have a problem with it. If, if that, the game was tied to my account that would re-download like Steam does. doesn't matter where I am in the world. I can load Steam onto any computer, and it, it's tied to my account. It automatically downloads. Well, I, like I said, I don't know if the on, OnLive might do that. I don't well, really it, know. It says three, okay, even if it doesn't, it says three years. Right. Period. As long as there's a time limit on it, it that's not going to catch on. And there are bigger problems here going on, especially if it's going to tax the Internet. Let's say this thing really takes off. Well, before you get into the argument, I've already done the research on that. Okay, go ahead. It's not going to hurt the Internet any. The only way that it's going to slow things down, it's the uh, last mile technology. The, the backbone of the Internet is fine. It can handle a way more information that we have on it right then now. Then why is Netflix such a boogeyman when it comes to like I said, it, it's, it's the last mile technology. It's getting it from your television, not television wire, either your cable wire or your telephone wire to your home. Okay, the last little bit. That usually is what slows things down. Or especially if you're on, say, like a cable line and there's other people around you, like your neighbors, right. that are doing the same thing, that will slow it down also. So if the, I'm the backbone a... is fine. Right. But it, like I said, it's, it's the local stuff that slows things down. So if I live in a development, let's say, and I have a cable modem like other people in the development. Yeah, and, and if they have the same right. service as you do, then it's, it's all together in one like big fat pipe. Even if it's not just the same service if anyone's using the internet at that time period, because cable modem, your speed is based on what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. So if the guy across the street and the guy down the street and the guy next door are all doing something internet heavy, yes. our connection is going to be affected. Yes. Us streaming this show right now eats up a lot of bandwidth. Yes, it probably is slowing some other people down. Yes. Yeah. So, or like I said, if you're going to Netflix or if you're watching a show on Hulu or you're watching YouTube videos, things like that. And what IRC is emperoring this from? We're in like five different IRCs because... You know, we have so many people listening. Yes. But people who privately message me, I can also read their comments there. So, as is, but if you can only rent the game, would you still do it? Yeah, it's called GameTap. You can do that already. Yeah, I've actually, uh, I've done that. I've, I've rented GameTap. Have you? How does yeah. it work? I mean, I, I, it's, it's just it's, like it's Netflix, the, right? It is, yeah. it is the exact same as Netflix. No different. Yeah. No different. People want to know, uh, and what faction do you have to be a part of to join you in Dynasty Warriors Online? Uh, uh, Shu, the Kingdom of Shu, S-H-U. It's Shu Han. Make sure that you are of the rank of at least Lieutenant Major or higher, elsewise you won't be able to join us. Now, he wasn't the First Emperor of China. He was the one who no. lost to the First Emperor of China? Uh, the First Emperor of China happened actually hundreds and hundreds of years prior to this. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, long, I didn't know what time period Long story be. short, the Emperor becomes very weak. There's a giant rebellion that takes place called the Yellow Turban Rebellion. Yeah, okay, I'm familiar, space. yeah. It right. happens, that seems to happen every 200 years in China. Yeah, and this is a particularly big one. So a bunch of different generals around the country get together, including Liu Bei, who was a distant you know, uncle of the current Emperor. The Liu okay. family was in charge, uh-huh. the Han family. So he's actually a poor guy just making you know, grass shoes and what have you. So he raises small army volunteers. They fight the rebels. They kill him. All right. Well, some warlords fight over to the capital. They take the emperor hostage. They basically use him as a puppet, which happens has happened in every culture. Yeah. Um, and he decides once the emperor is deposed, they kind of take him. He says, well, 
I'm still part of the Imperial family. F it. I'm going to keep going and keep the Han name, you know, alive. So I'll just declare myself an Emperor Han. And then they have, you know, somebody declares himself Emperor of Wei. Then there's the Kingdom of Wu. So okay. China splits into three chunks. They take the Han dynasty and they, you know, they parcel gotcha. it into three. So Jazzy J informs us that all his Chinese history is based on Dynasty Warriors. Uh, you know what? That's okay. I think majority of the world is the same way. Outside <laughs> of China. Just kind of like how most people's uh, Japanese history is based on Japanese video anime. games. It's in anime. Yeah, in yeah. anime. Yeah. I remember when they built those giant monsters and fought the angels that came down. I couldn't believe it, man. I went to Japan, all the girls' hair. It's all black. Where's the blue and the purple? No spikes. No giant eyes. (laughs) Where's all the skirts? What's the deal? Jazzy Jazzy, who were a bunch of bitches. It's kind of interesting how it's funny because the romance of the Three Kingdoms, it's actually a a fictionalized version of things that happened. It's a good chunk of it is historically accurate, but most of it is not. And yet it seems to be that's the only thing people really kind of remember or go with. It, it would be like if you were to take the Red Badge, Red, Red Badge of Courage. Okay. And that's everything based on the Revolutionary War. That's all anybody knows about the war. Ooh. That's not, it. Not, not good. Wait, is that Red Badge of Courage? No, that's uh, Civil War. I'm sorry. Oh, is it's it? all they knew about the Civil War I, was that. I read it like seventh grade. Yeah, I, I did remember. the same. So, Archbishop, everyone in Japan is either a 13-year-old girl or a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Wu had the smartest strategist of the three kingdoms. Okay, well that's wrong, martyrdom. You have failed. Why don't we? Why don't we just move Move on on. before before everyone glazes their eyes over? Like, let's talk about ancient Chinese history. So you you've game tap and you say it works just like Netflix. And now this online thing. I mean, I I suppose people are going to look at it. They might see. I'm interested. At least, I mean, it's only a hundred bucks. Now that's now obviously I understand Uh, you have to start getting more. You have to get wait wait nine ninety nine per month for all play Play that games. games. Yeah, so. Now, you're buying it, then you're paying for a service. Now, where's the... Yeah, let, let's go up to service and see okay. what things actually cost. We're on onlive.com right now. Okay, so you can go on Mac or PC. So that's at least good. You don't uh, have to worry about your operating system. It doesn't, doesn't say anything about Linux. There's no clicking available, so... Wow, this... I Maybe you click the stuff down, top games, top names, community, cloud gaming. Yeah, I, I'm hovering over all that. None of this mm, shit okay. works. That makes uh, sense. How OnLive works. Okay, well, those work. Instant game. Sign up free. Get the online game system. Okay, so the online game system is the is the console. That's awfully blah, blah, blah. vague. Oh, That's it works great. Sign free, up live. Free membership. But obviously, you're going to have to pay for the games. You yeah, you got to pay for the games. you got to pay for some of those playback games a month. Plus, you got to buy the console. So if, if well, maybe we should go to games and see what uh, yeah. what games they have. Uh, Available now, Assassin's Creed 2. Hang on, here we go. They have, ah! I don't even know what the hell that is. It's an indie game. Alien versus, Aliens vs. Predator, Alpha Protocol, Assassin's Creed 2, Batman Arkham Asylum, uh, Borderlands, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, and the Upgrade, Brain Challenge, Claptrap's yeah. New Robot Revolution. Don't know that one. Which has the same logo as, as Borderlands. Borderlands. That's not good. Dark Void, Dark Siders. I played that game. Defense Grid Gold, Dirt 2, Doc Clock, The Toasted... Uh, let's just go on. Fear 2, that's a good game. I like that game. Uh, Gene Labs, Just Cause 2, Kane and Lynch, 2 Dog Days. Okay, I'm telling you right now, there's not a whole lot of huge titles here. Borderland was an okay title. Assassin's Creed 2 was an okay title. As far as sizes go, I mean, that's... Look at everything. Mafia 2's on there. Babo. Uh, Major League Baseball 2. Mad Moxie, again, that has the... Uh, it's showing Borderlands as the game itself. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming maybe they're independent so, games or something. Placeholder, maybe. 
Yeah. Major League Baseball, 2K10, NBA, NBA, Prince of Persia, based on the, the movie, Red Faction Guerrilla, Saw, Shatter, Sean, Sean White skateboarding. skateboarding. And then the Maw, I don't know what the Maw is. The Maw series like four games. Here's some more Borderlands in place of something else. Uh, Splinter Cell, Conviction, Trine. I've never heard of Trine. Unreal Tournament 3, the Titan Pack. <laughs> okay, now I know. Virtual Three day Titans. pass, five bucks. Six day pass, seven dollars. Full play pass, twenty bucks. So it costs you twenty bucks to play Unreal Tournament for three years. For three years, I'm guessing, and then it goes away, and that's it. Or you have to re up. Oh, How, oh however and, much and, the re up. In the world is. of goo, world of goo, which now costs ten dollars. It's for everyone. It's so it's a game. there's nothing on there of I would care to play at all that I don't have elsewhere. So yeah. I have some feedback on that, and that's it. I guess it, you know, on live game system fact. Uh, what is it? What does? What accessories it, are available? When can I order? What kind of TV do I use? How do I hook up my surround sound to it? What kind of internet connection do I need to use the on live game system? Broadband. I would end. assume broadband. Yeah. I don't have a wired broadband connection near my TV. What are my options? Well, you, you don't have care. any. Yeah, you get a router. Working more information about using. All right, so I, I, I got to tell you, their website's not exactly uh, uh, awe-inspiring here. So apparently that's it. And you know what? It's interesting to see if this is actually going to work because it's the future of gaming, if you think about it. I mean, it it's, very it's, well might be. Right, because if this actually takes off and is actually successful, then you're going to have more companies looking at this and saying, hey, you know, we can stop the piracy. People can't steal our games. They're going to pay us more money in the long run to keep playing a game. I mean, from that point, for the playback... You know what? I'm interested now to see. That can't be right, though. It what, said, what can't be right? If you were to buy the game for three years, it'll be about ten bucks cheaper than physically actually buying it. These are showing playbacks between ten and twenty bucks. My guess is that's that's not to play to buy the game. That's to play for that, that's a longer the, period that's of to time. To play the game for three years, because you said it. Because yeah, it but said it's in the said article to buy that years. game for three years would be about ten bucks cheaper than, than physically buying it. Those games are fifty, sixty, seventy bucks, not twenty. Well, I, I didn't see any new like for I saw oh, some pretty true. I saw some that's pretty true. recent games like Arkham Asylum and you know things like that, but I didn't see any incredibly new games. So maybe when something brand new comes out and then it shows up on OnLive, we can take a look and see what the full Play Pass thing is. I, I, that um, yeah, I, you know what? I, it's one of those. I'm gonna. Uh, it's kind of like the Connect. It's a sit back, wait, and watch. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, you know, we'll just have to see. You yeah. know, Mystic Mim and I were having this conversation in the car yesterday. Don't even ask me why. I'm not really sure. Oh, I remember why. Um, we had just come back from seeing Harry Potter. Okay. Went and saw I still it. haven't seen that yet. It's not bad. I can't get any of my friends to go. They're all like, it's Harry Potter. Like, come on. It's going to so be. So what? You've invested all the time the money come in the on. first six movies. Go see the seventh. Um, it's okay. You know, it's, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I, I heard that uh, my, my sister went to see it. She liked it because she loves Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, she said she was quite surprised at uh, some of the more graphic parts. Yes, especially the... Uh, uh, the old lady with the snake. Yes. I mean, I, I've read the book, so you're not right. ruining it for me. With the sex scene. Between... Yes, the sex scene. I, I, I was surprised at that. Yeah. Now, if I remember right, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe were dating once upon a time. Were they really? Still are, yeah. Hmm. None left. I didn't know that. I'm actually, for whatever reason, interested to find that out for me. If Daniel Radcliffe is dating Emma Watson, I don't know why I care, but I also I don't do. know either. I know they're they're of age, so that that doesn't matter to me either. But uh, yeah. Anyways, um, we went and saw the movie, and we decided. Uh, and when I say we, I mean her. 
decided to go to Walmart at 12.30 last night, since we were already out, we went to the Late Show, uh-huh. to see if we could pick up a copy of, and when I say we, I mean her, a copy of the uh, Twilight movie. It just came out on Blu-ray. Oh, the uh, uh, Eclipse. Yes, yes, it came out at midnight, so of course we had to go pick it up. I, I need Before we leave, I need to show you. Uh, I've told you about Rift Tracks, right? Yes. Uh, I have found someone who has put up like best of Rift Tracks. They're like, it's like t- a 10-minute video. Okay. But they there's pretty much about every good movie up there. They have all the Twilight movies up there. Really? They have Lord of the Rings. They have the Star Wars movies, the Star Trek movies. Okay, people are apparently confused as to what sex scene was in Harry Potter. These people saw it but don't remember it? Um, okay, like, I've, I've not seen the movie, but I, I know the part where it is. It's the part where Ron has the sword, and yes. he's, he's about to destroy the Horcrux. Yes. And the Horcrux is trying to, to like, tempt Ron by showing that, like, Harry and Hermione... Or like whispering behind his back all the time, and Harry's the one who really loves Hermione. Wink. When it's you know obviously you know Hermione loves Ron, and then apparently in the movie they they show a scene, and I guess it's in Ron's mind or whatever. I don't know where Harry and Hermione are naked. As far as I from the waist up, from the waist up. Yes. Okay. I'm sure they don't you don't see anything, but they're naked. Lots of and, side boob, and they're and they're making out pretty hot and heavy. Lots of side boob and you know some man ass. So. Okay. Let's say it's a lot more than I expected to come from a well, Harry Potter it's, film. It's not the first time fans have seen Harry Potter naked. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. But and I have not. And God, I have not is, either. I'm yeah. not exactly going to throw a fit at Emma Watson wants to strip down or anything, but because she's now of age and that's be fine. But you know, she's not. No, know. she's uh, no Porter. She's not jailed anymore. She's like what 23, 22? Oh, I think she's like twenty, twenty-one. She's not okay. that old. Oh, okay, I thought she was a little older than that. Uh, let's see. And while we're dating, not sure how accurate the internet is. God, I'm not sure. <laughs> A-C-T-U-R-A at... Oh, God, I just want to shoot myself. Oh, uh, boy. I like Nalef. He's a buddy of ours. Allie is wired. Oh, boy. Well, I don't and know Watson, our date. This is from February 2008. 2008. So, frack. Daniel, 18. Okay, so uh, that means he's 2021 now? Yeah, I was right, about 2021. So about 2021. Find something that isn't from 2008 that's more up-to-date. I don't know why I even care. All of a sudden, I do. I didn't give a shit prior to five seconds ago, but let's, now I do. Let's move on to Australia, shall we? Why? Because that's the th- I was trying to make a good segue because you put up the I article. Know, I, I hate Australia, though. It's you just, hate Australia? It's, it's a why penis, do you hate Australia? It's a penis colony. Or penal colony. Oh, there's a bunch of dicks there. That's all I know. What? That's what it started off as. It's history. It's, what? It's historical as a penis colony? Yes. That's why the English sent them there. Because of... What? Am I right? No, it is not a. Pe- it's a. Pe- it was a penal colony. Okay, close enough. It. All right. Isn't that mean the same thing? Yeah. Penis and penal. Yeah. I'm. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say no. Well, shows what you know. Same thing in Kentucky. Didn't know shit about that either. The federal government today released a report finding current research into the effects of violent video games on aggression levels of those who play them is quote contested and inconclusive. This is from itswired.com. The federal government, when we say federal government, we mean the federal government of Australia. Yes, it says federal federal parliament. The federal government today, federal government today, released a report finding current research into the effects of violent video games on aggression levels of those who play them was contested and inconclusive. The report, available in full online, is part of the ongoing investigation by the Attorney General's Department into whether Australia needs an R18 plus classification scheme. For video games and Highlander, I swear to Christ, I figured this is something we've discussed every single week at nauseum for months now. But I think so. Over eighteen, I think so. And I think it's being colored by the fact that our 
IRC bitch and show contributor is Australian. And in fact, we have so many Australian listeners. It might have something to do. I well, s- that's the reason why we have so many Australian it's listeners. Because, we're because we keep bringing it up again and again. <laughs> we're talking about Australia. Really? I'll listen. A broad community consultation process has been held, but the final decision on whether a new classification will be created rests in the hands of the state and federal attorneys general. Well, I'll tell you right now, if this is true, that torpedoes below the waterline, you know, the ship that is the... See how I like those analogies about torpedoing? Not bad, not yes. bad. The ship that is carrying the allegation that violent video games mess people up, and that's why they need a plus 18. And folks, understand this. This may be an Australian problem, and yeah, there may be some backwater jerkberg country that no one really gives a shit about, but think about it. It's not the first time the Supreme Court of the United States has pointed at some other crappy nation and said, well, they do it, we should do it. So if they're able to pass this for the Fosters down under, to pass a, a, a law that says you must be 18 or over to have a violent video game, that very well could pave the way and set enough precedent, albeit foreign precedent, for us to do this here in the United States. And remember, the California law is up to uh, the Supreme Court right now in the United States. That's being debated. You know what I just thought of right now? What's that? You know those Foster's commercials, right? Yes. So I, I have a picture in my mind, like, oh, yeah, how, how to speak Australian. And I'm trying to think of, like, what's the, the girliest, loserest video, like, like some sort of Care Bears, Rainbow Bright video game. Okay. Or maybe some sort of Sprite thing, and they're jumping up and down, and everything's all happy. It says, video game. <laughs> <laughs> beer. <laughs> Australian for beer. <laughs> and right now, everybody in Australia is like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I don't think they've ever seen the Outback Steakhouse commercials or the Foster's beer commercials I, in the I would, States. I would hope that they don't have Outback Steakhouse in Australia. Well, I'm saying I'm sure they're not aware of those commercials. No, no. You'd uh, be real interested to see how you people are depicted here in the United States yes. by companies run by Australians. Well, I, don't, I, I think they would like the Foster's ones because Foster's depicts Australians as very like rugged and... and stupid. I mean... They, I don't know necessarily stupid, but definitely... It's like door knocker, and the guy like bashes in a door with his head. Yeah, things or, like that. You know, or, or there's like a, there's one where uh, there's a... There's a big tub of, of beer yeah, yeah, with, with, with like melted ice, so it's all like in water. And this girl like dives into, almost literally dives she's into, in a wedding into the dress. tub. It's, and yeah. she's in, it's her wedding day, so she's, she's in a wedding dress. So she's like bent over at the waist trying to get like the last Fosters and gets it and brings it up. Obviously, she's soaked. She hands it to the guy, and then the, the caption is, Keeper. Yeah, it's, you know. Now I stuff. So since Amp said all Aussies are from now and forever more of a bunch of dicks. Well, I'm not really sure where you're going with that. I, I, yes, they uh, apparently IRC is still infatuated with Emma Watson's side boob. Oh, well, not that I blame them. I mean, you're talking about their side boob versus you know us. What was that uh, Family Guy skit about side boob? Oh, when he creates his own network. That's, that's right. Yeah, he shuts him down. Yeah. He's, He's got like the the side boob. That's show. side boob. It's that, my side boob. That's right. I yes. <laughs> so why does Way have more support in the game? That's one thing I don't understand. Is why uh, we'll get to that a little later on. It, it remind me to bring up the Dynasty Warriors thing with the Way Woman Shoe and why the population is affecting the way the game's played. Okay, so here's what the, the report concluded: that much of the current research has shown that playing violent video games was quote a small to moderate risk factor, at least in the short term. However, it also found that there were sufficient criticisms of the current research to reduce its relevance to governments when setting policy. Bottom line is you can ridicule any kind of research that shows anything. You can make numbers tell you and show you anything. The politicians in this country have been doing that for decades. Right. I mean, what, I, we don't have to read the whole thing, but it, 
goes on and it says that there really hasn't been enough research to right. determine whether or not. So you can't really can't really say yes or no. Although they did say that people who, which we've already agreed upon, we, we, which we know is true, that someone with uh, psychotic tendencies or someone who's already yes. crazy or pissed off, violent video games just uh, it's just going to ma- exacerbate the issue. It's going to manifest itself in a video game way because right. that just happens to what they're doing at that time. One thing I found interesting. Um, where is it right? Uh, scroll up just a little bit. There we go. Some studies appear to show games featuring cartoonish violence, like um, what would be like, what would be, yeah, like yeah, Looney Tunes or things like that, uh, are just as harmful as games featuring realistic violence, which would be like someone shooting someone with a machine gun. Uh, but that was one of the problems they had because there was really no differential between cartoonish violence, which really doesn't affect. I drop anyone. an anvil on his head. I yeah, hit him exactly. With an yeah. yeah, as opposed to you know, I, I pick up a machine gun and start slaughtering people in the airport. With the Russians, yeah. So basically saying that violence is violence doesn't matter in what form it's, it comes out. Yeah, they're not sure. I see. Um, and I, I, I say this, and I've always made this analogy, and, and maybe it's not a good one, but it's one I stand by, and it's this. People like Highlander and myself have been playing video games since we were young. We are the Atari generation. Yeah, we really right? are. We are yeah. the original Nintendo generation. We've been playing violent video games since way back in the day, before that was even a consideration. It was anybody anybody's radar. And no one gave a damn about this so much until Columbine happened, and they found out that they were mapping it out using Doom. Well, it never occurred to them they were using Doom simply because it had a map editor that allowed you to do it virtually and send it to people to look at. Right. Which is much easier than drawing it on a piece of paper if you don't know how to draw a map. However, if violent video games affected us that way, in a psychological um in a psychological, oh, I hate keep using this word way, but okay. In a psychological way, and affected us to make us more violent, more aggressive, less tolerant, then don't you think we would have mass shootings everywhere by the tens of thousands? I mean, people in our generation played video games quite frequently. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. We had everything. Cartoon and realistic. Contra, Mario Brothers, Afterburner. Uh, right. Throw now, them out there. The only thing that I would say in opposition to that, although I agree with most of what you're saying, okay. is that f- up until maybe, well, I shouldn't say a few years ago, but say within past five, ten years. I'd say the last decade, yeah. Games have become much more realistic Real, okay. than they have been now. So it, I, I can understand why some people who are anti-violence or anything okay. like that wouldn't really target like the Atari 2600 when you've got you know, blips and bloops on the screen. Understandable, but okay, fine. Let's say in the last decade. Let's say in the last five years. Okay. Majority of people playing those games are going to be what? Say 12 and up? Yeah, I'd say so. And they'd be subjected to four or five years of much more violent, much more uh, uh, accurate, right. much more realistic video games. Right. Again, where's the mass shootings? Where's it happening where kids by the dozens, by the hundreds, are walking in and mowing people down? I mean, if, well, it was, if, if it was having that much of an effect on people, it would be far more widespread than it is right now. You would have people, very kids that are very hard pressed to differentiate between reality and what they're able to do online or in game. Are are you saying okay? A are you saying that overall violence has not gone up in our country or in the world? I believe it was in, actually in the past for 10 the to 20 years. third year in a row. Violent crimes and murders in the United States have decreased. I'm talking about over a long trend. 
Now, they might have decreased over the past three years, but are, is that number still more than what it was, say, before video games? I have no idea. I have no idea either. I just know that there aren't masses of kids in the news shooting up their schools, shooting up their friends, killing their parents, because when it does happen, everyone's shocked and stunned, and it's in the news, and it's on CNN and Fox and MSNBC, and it's all over the papers because it's a rare occurrence, and it's shocking because it just doesn't happen. No, I, I understand. I right. understand. My point is, if the way that these people make it sound, and it could be the media, it could be the fact that these people are trying to push their agenda, for whether they believe they're actually doing something right or not, is they make, it, it's just like what happened here in Cleveland on Thursday. The depiction was that Cleveland fans would riot as soon as LeBron James took the court. And it didn't happen. This is the same way. We're led to believe that, the, that kids playing these games are going to be absolutely corrupted beyond repair. And it's happening on a mass scale in just a matter of time before all of society degenerates into an orgy of destruction mm-hmm. because we played Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. It just has, it's never manifested. It's never happened. And it goes back to what you said before and I've said before is that people are going to you know, act up like that because there's something else wrong with them. And it, you know, people are going to go shoot somebody not because they played Modern Warfare but because their father touched them. You know, they're going to go and, you know, knife their parents, not because, you know, they saw it happen in Assassin's Creed. It's because there's something else mentally unstable. It's a lot of people like to blame video games for it. Am I saying that's the case in every situation? No. I'm sure there are some people, very few, and it's very rare, that are affected by video games in some way. But there has got to be some other, other underlying issue. Otherwise, this would be more mainstream and on a much massive scale and we haven't seen it it has never been the case you know what and they said the same shit about violent video or I'm sorry violent movies and violent uh, uh, TV shows mm-hmm. look I'm an Irish Catholic I like the Boondock Saints because that's something I connect to at that point you know they're Irish they're Catholic they're in Boston of course they don't like bad guys now do I at that point it stops and the violence, is, you know, it happens, that's in the movie. Yeah. That doesn't mean that me and my brother, me and the Baron, are going to go grab a couple of guns, we're going to go see an IRA recruiter downtown Cleveland, buy some guns and some fucking rope, and go and shoot up a bunch of mafiosos. Neither does anybody else. That vigilante shit just doesn't happen. That's kind of my point. It doesn't work for movies, it doesn't work for video games, and it doesn't work for TV shows. So. Fair enough. Wait, you just called anyone not a vegetarian violent? Look, my sister is a PETA member, a card-carrying PETA person, as well as a, uh, a vegan. Let me tell you, one, she is very militant. Legal. The Columbine kids are psychotic to begin with. Video games have nothing to do with it. That's right! Doom had nothing to do with the fact that you know, they were going to shoot up their school. They used it because they had a map editor, and then they could actually practice using that. Mm-hmm. It would have been no different if computers hadn't existed. They still would have shot some people up. It's not like they thought they were fighting into the pits of hell and they were fighting a bunch of demons on their way to fighting Satan. I don't think. No. I never heard that. Because we all know that Satan is not in the Doom franchise. That's correct. It's just some random demon. What the hell is in Doom? Anyways, just... They... I I think they explain that it's just like... I don't think it's actually hell. It's just a dimension that happens to look like what we would think hell would be. Anne I think, sa- I don't remember, it doesn't really matter. Anne says, but playing video games might give people the outlet to express that misplaced anger. Okay, so would a movie, so would a book, so would music, so would a TV show. If you're psychotic, if you have some kind of misplaced anger, you know, watching wrestling on TV might give you, a, you know, an outlet for your misplaced anger. Watching a war movie might give you a way, look, 
if I watch a movie, Saving Private Ryan, or I watch a movie of that's contemporary, that's much more realistic than playing any video game. If I want to get an idea of how to shoot people up, I can get that much better from watching a film. So, no, I mean, if you've got a psychotic problem, it's going to manifest itself no, one if, way or if, another in some form. I, I don't think you'd get the idea how to shoot someone or how to do, like, a Columbine thing from a video game. I mean, if, 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 that, if that was the case, then you're already thinking about that prior to playing the video game. You already have that, yes. you already have that feeling in the back of your mind right. that you're going to do something and it's going to be really bad. And then it comes out in the form of, you know, of Columbine or, or whatever you want to call it. I tell you what we've got to do is we've got to bring the Baron in here because he is a psychologist. He's mm-hmm. actually graduating with his master's from Akron University this uh, winter, this, this coming spring. Oh, wow. And he's a huge video game fan. Obviously, he's been on the show a bunch of times. We need to bring him in here because I know he's, he's gone over this. Uh, he's written some papers on it. I'd like to get his opinion on this, being yeah. a, an actual psychologist. Yeah. Digit says, you might be able to argue with super realistic shooters. It may be teaching them some tactics, but I think that's really grasping at straws. Okay, well, the people that walk into you know these schools, and, and that's what I keep going back to because that's what really is the you know uh, hot button here. Uh huh. There are no tactics. You walk in, you start shooting. Yeah, there really are it's no tactics like, with with video games like that because it's it's not realistic. You can walk in, you can start blazing away, and you right. know that if you get shot, you're just going to stand right back up and start shooting again. Okay, I, I tell you what, if they were to make a game. About where in the game, you know, the campus you're fighting on is Cleveland State, and you walk, and it's an actual realistic depiction of the campus, and you are a real person, you know, in the game with a real gun. This is all depicted in the game. You walk in mm-hmm. to a classroom, you know, with, with the, you know the professor and the kids sitting in there, and the entire purpose was to kill as many people as you could, and a very realistic and accurate setting of the way it is. Then come and talk to me, and you, will, you know, that's going to be a problem. Until that actually happens, we're taking as realistic an approach as you can, and your entire purpose is to do as much damage and kill as many innocent people as, you, as possible. Until you do that, then your argument really holds no water. Right. Sakani says, all I know about shooting a gun I learned from Duck Hunt, not Doom. <laughs> wow, there you go, right there. Good point. Yeah, you, you don't really learn how to use firearms from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Because you know, that's not. I mean, there's there, there there there's been comedy routines based on that, like uh, Dave Chappelle and uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, like if, if life was Grand Theft Auto, you know, it doesn't really it doesn't work in World War II that you can just switch between a rotating cavalcade of weapons that you happen to have stored sure. somewhere in your infinity pocket or whatever you want to call it. Do you really run fast with a knife in your hand? Exactly. Uh, because I'm sure most people have the ability to buy an AK-47 with a Desert Eagle and a butcher knife that they can put in their, or a, a K-Bar that they can put on their person, run down the street, jump in somebody's car, crash in, grab a hooker. Now, you get shot by the cops. Oh, that's okay. I don't need to go to the hospital. You grab a hooker, have sex. All of a sudden, the bullet wound goes away. Yeah. I, I, unless you're completely delusional, I think you're pretty much aware that isn't going to happen. Right. But Rocket Bear has the point here. And this is what I mentioned earlier. To be honest, video games aren't the cause. It is the media pointing the figure at video games. The media hypes up a lot of stuff. They create a lot of, of bugaboos and, bo- and boogeymen because it sells papers. It's good for ratings. It, yeah. it, absolutely. You know, if it kills, it leads. Is that the, the rule of thumb? I think so, yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. If it bleeds, it leads. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. You know, it, it's the same thing with, with a lot of, of, of issues in the media. You know, the politicians are no better because it's a spotlight. They get to jump in front of it. Now, all of a sudden, 
Well, someone please think of the children. And, you know, all of a sudden they're trying to fight for us and our kids and our way of life. The American way of life is being threatened by video games. Yeah, not really. Play the American side instead of the opposing forces then. Stop playing as the terrorists in these games. You want to fight for America. And by God, you do it. When you play Red Alert, you don't play the Russians. You don't play the Chinese. You play the Americans. So then does that mean in every World War II game you've ever played, you've never once played as the Germans? Moving on. (laughs) You don't worry about who I play as. doesn't matter. Uh... Shut your mouth. Wow, it's after 7. Wow, shit. We burned through the first hour already? Yeah. Damn. Uh... Murka. Yeah. Actually, what I, I would do apostrophe M U I Murka. It would just be M U R R C A. Is that a uh, Team America thing? No, that'd be no. like a like like a hillbilly oh, kind of okay. like you know, get off our land because I like Murka, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, and with that, all right, two things that need to happen. Uh, no left. I've yet to see an article that's up to date about whether or not Emma Watson is screwing Daniel Radcliffe. Because if he's not, then you know. I'm going to have to think about that. Maybe we can get Mr. Wim involved. So find me that. Third thing is, there's a song I want you to find. And I'm going to type it into you right now. That's the song I want. Find it. Send it to me quickly. That's a great song. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are way past the 7 o'clock hour. We need, we're in time for our first break, which we desperately need. We'll be back here in about 12 minutes. Keep it right here for the Ampers Court. We'll be back this Saturday, December the 4th, oh, 2010. Come on. Bring it back. <laughs> what? Well, it sounded like you were kind of rambling there because usually you have your, your set thing you say, and then, yeah. and then I'm, I'm kind of just going on autopilot like I'm just waiting for my cue. And then all of a sudden you're saying words that I don't usually hear you say, and they're like, what do you? <laughs> no, go it's, to me. It's, like it's you're my starting- turn now. <laughs> So it's, like, it's like you're starting to fall out of the chair like, I can't fit it. Burp. Burp. <laughs> you hear a thud. Like, I'll be solo for the rest of the night, folks. <laughs> Join Studio by Hounder as always. Always a pleasure. All right, so there you go. A very entertaining break. I, I, I love that last song. Yeah. Uh, for obvious reasons. I was showing him Slavery. the Code Diaz uh, <laughs> anime music video that was on YouTube in addition to that, that won this previous um this previous the, uh, uh, summer that I once saw. The yeah. Otakon Award for Best Comedy AMV. Uh, she li- describes herself as a bit of a feminist and admires fellow actress Johnny Depp and Julia Roberts. Really? Well. Damn. Julia Roberts is a bitch. Johnny Depp yeah, is interesting. Is. Yeah. I have not talked to anybody who's met Julia Roberts, including Miriam, who liked her. Miriam met? Yes. And that sounds Miriam's like a story sister. time thing. Uh, it probably is, but it's one that she can tell. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, I, see, I heard about that from when she was in Hook with Steven Spielberg. Oh, this was uh, when she was doing Aaron Brockovich. She, they oh, shot okay. the movie on base where Miriam was living. Oh, interesting. That's how she ran into her. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Horse face. Yes, and how they had to drive an extra hour and a half out of their way because they couldn't go near where Julia Roberts was going to be on her school bus to go to school every day. Ugh. Yes. So there you go. All right, might as well get the uh, mailbag out of the way. All right, fair I enough. Think, since I want to start spreading out the stuff that we do. It's on number four. It's on number I four, think, I believe, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? 
a good question. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want your email read, you can do that. Send it to emperor1g at cox.net. Most things we read. Now, this one's from Digit. I did not get to this last week, and we probably should have because we didn't do this or that. We were running late last week. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so it's a real quick this or that I'll ask you. Would right. you rather play an mm-hmm. RTS game or find that no matter how well you play, you always lose to other players, i.e. you could still beat single-player computers? Would so I would rather... you rather never play again or find that no matter how well you play, you always lose? Uh, I guess I would rather never play an RTS again. I mean, if, if you could never win, I yeah. mean, after a while, that would just get depressing. Yes. Incredibly I, depressing. Highly competitive. I like to win. To me, half the fun is winning. So if I can't win, then a good chunk of the majority of the fun is gone. So I would just not play. Moving on. Uh, this one is from our friend Zubrick. I know this is quite late show-wise, but I've been listening to a few shows that I missed. Being a New York City resident... I use the subway a lot. Well, while waiting for the train to arrive, this gem of knowledge comes up just as my train stops in front of me. Filled with people. Highlander's argument about not sharing the subway at 60-plus people was almost convincing enough to try that out. The road ahead was all outside with a great view of the beach area. Fun coincidence, one of a few, last time I saw I was playing with a stack of crisp, sequential $20 bills while listening to the detailed guide on how to make fake money. (laughs) Thank you for the great entertainment, Zubrick. P.S. English is my fourth language. So please forgive me if I misspell some things. Actually, your English is better than most people's English that live in England or America. I was say, you are in New York City, and it's your fourth language? Oh, I'm glad you hopped across well the border done. and came over. Your English is better than most. Moving on. Uh, this one is from Nick. Hey, up in Highlander, dedicated listener here with one major bone to pick with you. On the last podcast, M, you mentioned Ohio State versus Michigan being the biggest rivalry in sports. You could not be more wrong. As long as the Yankees and Red Sox can suck my ass, exist as MLB <laughs> franchises, they will always be the biggest rivalry in sports. Not to be little Ohio, because others have done it enough to make much more hilarious effect, it really doesn't resonate on major markets. I'm 31 and have been a sports fan as long as I could walk and coach corporate league ba- bas- I'm sorry, walk and coach corporate league basketball? Sorry, but since LeBum left, there isn't much interest in sports coming out of Ohio. But then again, I'm from New York. And by nature, we tend to be a little self-centered sports-wise. No shit. Love the show. Much love from the great New York. That's two in a row from New York. P.S. Highlander sounds exactly like Mike Golick from the Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN. Ohio accent and all. Yes, Amp, there is an accent for Ohioans. Spelling. Yeah, you, you spelled Ohio right. All right. Well, for one, you're wrong. Uh, there's been... Uh, it's every... right. He is wrong. I do not sound like Mike Golick from the Mike and Mike in the morning. I, I, maybe I do. Of, I don't know. Of. You do kind of. Do I do yeah, really? Yeah, you do. Interesting. A little bit. But uh, you're full of shit, and here's why. There's been countless uh, nationwide uh, periodicals, magazines, sports writers, all of them agree, the big game, Ohio State versus Michigan, and the rivalry and all the sports between the two universities. My God, we fought a friggin' war over Toledo. Trust me, that would never happen today, now that we know what a crap hole is. Exactly. We would just give it to him for a pack of smokes. Listen, I'm telling you right now, outside of New York and Boston, Nobody would say that that is a bigger rivalry in sports. No one gives a shit about the Red Sox or the Yankees. I found it funny. I was reading an article right before I went on the air that the Yankees and Derek Jeter have actually come to contract. Uh, uh, oh, finally? Yeah, I, I know they were talking about it. Yeah. Three years, $17 million a year with an option for Jeez, a fourth. What, uh, I, the only thing I can think of is that they gave him that contract because of uh, 
who he is, who he is, and what he's done for the franchise. But I, he he is not worth seventeen million a year. The anymore. funny part about it was that in the article it goes on to say that Brian Cashman can now look to see what money he's got left in the budget to go after Cliff Lee. I'm like, what? Who are you? Who are you lying to? Oh come on! You're so full of trash. A budget? <laughs> the Yankees have no budget. Must be nice to be a fan from New York or Boston, where every single year of the majors you can reload your team because you have unlimited amounts of cash. But and, you know, when, when you really think about it, I mean, they they have won their share of World Series. I'm not denying sure. that. But I do find it ironic that they do that every year, but they don't every year win the World Series. It's only been in recent times that they I mean, they won a World Series, not this year, but last year. Right. Prior to that, it had been 10 years. It had been 10 years, yes. So money, money doesn't always buy happiness. The Yankees and the Red Sox got slapped, by, slapped down by the Indians in 95. Again in 97, both times we went to the World Series. We slapped down the Yankees in 2007, and we should have beat the Red Sox up three games. We should have. So don't hand me any shit out of the Red Sox and the Yankees. The only people that care about that are people in New York and people in Boston. That's Outside about of it. that, Ohio State and Michigan is enjoyed by everybody who's either a college sports fan or a college football fan. Yeah, I mean, it's been going on. How long has Ohio State and Michigan been going on? Since 1897, okay. I believe. I knew it was early 1890s. So yes. I wasn't sure exactly when. And it's been the rivalry has stemmed since the... Toledo War, the, the Michigan Ohio State mm-hmm. War, actually yeah. a war fought over uh, Toledo, where like two guys were killed. <laughs> There's a lot of gunfire, but only two. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, I mean, and that takes place in every sport. I mean, it, it, this is just a baseball thing for you guys. For Ohio State, Michigan, it's it's every sport they they play against: baseball, basketball, football, volleyball, field hockey. Yeah, I hockey. Think, yeah, you name it. So yeah, you suck, Nick. Moving on. Two in a row from New York City. I'm glad to see we're actually expanding to the biggest. Second biggest, third biggest city in the country. This one from Digit again. My God, this chick is everywhere. The, the third biggest, isn't it? Isn't like uh, New York Houston's, is the biggest. Houston's bigger than New York. I thought Houston's number four. You're talking yeah. population or area? Pop- population. I'm talking area. Okay, that's why. All right, you're in right, terms you're right. of area, you're right. Houston might be bigger in terms of I think it goes size, but as far as population, I was LA, always told it York, was Chicago. It was New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston. None left. I'm pretty sure. Hit up Wikipedia. What I are the three feel, biggest cities in the United States? I feel confident in that it's New York, LA, You could be. Chicago. I thought it was LH, New York. I, I know it's those three. It's just what, what order. Right, right. Anyways, Digit, we want some pictures. Tits or get the fuck out. I want pictures. You know where to find me. You've commented on more than one occasion that you never understood the Halo phenomenon, and I don't. And while I agree it's a mediocre game, though it does have some, a decent soundtrack, yeah. I offer this, my best theory, as an explanation. The gist is that it was one of the first decent first... First decent, first decent. Okay, uh, you, all right. Shooters on consoles. Your grammar makes my head hurt. With mediocre story, mediocre gameplay, and fairly high production values, it won the hearts of the console base. If you look at what they had at the time with GoldenEye, which, while the first of its kind, definitely shows its age, <clears throat> maybe been on a console. Yes, Perfect Dark. The console ports of Doom were sucky. You had the Duke Nukem series, but its multiplayer was well. You know, what about Quake? I think after that, it really rode the name and the story that captured consolers. Even as better shooters were released, it's kind of the, uh, like realizing a game you loved as a kid was actually terrible, but still smiling and joy whenever you play it. Just my theory. Of that. I don't think Halo was terrible. I think it has a lot more to do with the fact that Halo was... I mean, Halo was a, a decent game, but it came out almost right when the Xbox itself came out. That was the, as far as I'm aware, that was the first really big game for the Xbox. It was one of their few, and remains few, solo franchises. Right. Exclusive franchises. So, you know, when you have a game like that, that, that 
you know, everyone's buying and everyone's talking about. And it's it's not a bad game. Don't misunderstand. I think it's a great game. My, but I mean, as far as like a shooter goes on a console, yes. If you're going to talk about on the PC, I have a bigger it's a problem. Story. I have a bigger problem with, with the, the the player base so much more than the game. Okay. The superiority that and the arrogance and the hubris that comes with a Halo gamer and the, the need for them to feel to express it. And this seems across the board. This isn't just a, 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 an isolated incident. This is a phenomenon that seems to permeate the entire genre. Is that these assholes believe that because they're good at Halo, therefore they're good at first-person shooters. When it's anything but the case. And any other first-person shooter on a decent medium, like say, oh, I don't know, the computer. They'll get smoked like a joint. This has been proven. Hell, it's proven by Bungie and Microsoft themselves. That's why they never ported it over to the computer. Because they did the testing and they got trashed. So there you have it. My biggest problem is the fact that these people think, seem to think that they are some God's gift to gaming and they are anything but. And it is a shitty game. I mean, it's no better than any number of, of stuff that was our prior instance. Moving on. Finally, hello, you sick, twisted freak. Oh, my Glenn Beck. Wish I had his money. I like Glenn. He's a nice guy. I met him a couple times. I know you he hate worried. Him. Well, I, I, I don't I know. I'm the guy. I don't hate anybody. Really. You dislike Glenn Beck. I, I like I, I don't agree with a lot of what he says. Uh, the fact that I'm an atheist and he's a Mormon is obviously a big setback to that. But we we don't have to get well, it. I'm a Catholic. Yeah, but that's not that's not crazy to, to me. Like <laughs> Mormon is like Mormon. I mean, they they wear magic underwear, dude. <laughs> they wear magic <laughs> underwear. There we go. They do. I'm, okay, I, you don't hear me arguing. They with wear you. no, you yeah, laughing. <laughs> they, they they wear underwear because they they don't want to think about sex, so they wear like. Long Johns. But I, they have the like I think of. 30 kids and five wives. And, yeah. Exactly. Yes. They don't want to think about sex. Okay. No. No, I, I, I do like their origin story, though. The guy <laughs> with the magic hat. And it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. And I, I do like Glenn Beck. And I, I, I do like his radio show. I, I don't care much for his TV show. But me and my wife were talking about your Santa story in the car this morning. Good to know that I am a topic of discussion amongst you and your wife. We were discussing how we would have handled getting the note. This is in reference to the note where I left a note for Santa saying that after he had eaten the cookies, he was poisoned, and to please leave his sack of toys if I was to give him the antidote. My wife said she would have most likely freaked out and put you in some sort of counseling. That's understandable. I can see that. On the other hand, would have been a little more cruel. I would have dressed up as Santa, or dressed up something that looks like a human, and made it look like I drank the poisoned milk, actually it was cookies, with me dead on the floor. Milk spilled all over and the cookies only half eaten. With a note laying on the floor reading, Merry Christmas, you killed the real Santa. There are, there are several problems. Yeah. With. <laughs> Actually, I mean, despite the fact of the problems with, with your theory of you know trying to poison Santa Claus, the, the fact that you would have to have, like if, if, if you were trying to do this no, legitimately, which you were yes. when you were really young, uh, that means that you would have had to have stayed up all night because you would have, you know, he would have left the sack of toys, and then he would have expected the antidote. Right. So, you know, you went to bed. How are you going to give him the antidote? But There's also the fact that who would have written the note then if yeah, he so would have Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the part in uh, Monty Python, the Holy yeah, Grail. Yeah. If he was dying, he wouldn't have bothered like, to write like, out Og. Yeah, exactly. And finally, I didn't actually poison anything and knew I didn't poison. So I would have come down on Christmas morning and said, that's weird. I wonder how he died since I didn't really put any poison in the cookies. I was only kidding. I was only trying to bluff him. <laughs> so that was from Master Queef. I get where he's going with it, and right. it makes sense. It would have screwed me up if I thought I'd actually kill Santa Claus. I, I bet you, you and probably is, you probably would have needed his wife's counseling after. after he, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
I hate Christmas. Why? Shut up. <laughs> nobody nobody <laughs> talk to me about it. Digit says, and no uh, fair picking on me for multiple emails when they were one week apart and you were just off. I didn't pick on you for sending I didn't know. We didn't pick on you at all for that. I just tits or get the fuck out. That's all I said. At least this is some pictures. Jeez. Moving on. And then we find out she's a 14-year-old girl and we're all going to jail. All right, so that concludes the mailbag. Thank God this week. F- send your f- uh, email, folks. Emperor1G at Cox.net. I've, yeah, I-, I imagine had I put up last week's show, I probably would have had more emails. Right. But that was quite a few no, to begin with. So we did that on. one. Yes, already. we did. Okay, move. Uh, we're really going to do this one? You said it. I, you found it. Don't all tell right, me. Are we right. going to do this? All right. I I'm not doing it. You're talking about it. All I'm right. Not. I'm just going to sit back and like shake my head. Thinking, That's I don't exactly know. what I did when I saw this. I don't even want to know how head. you came across it, because this is a German website, and this is a German news article. I don't even want to know why you were typing in German penis and boxing and got this article. Yes, that's exactly what I did. I, I'm not surprised. How It's like you were in the room with me. How did you know that that's what I did? All right, here we go. Probably this one's from, the first time you've done it. This one's from The Local, which is uh, a website, news website in Germany that b- translates everything into English for you. The article is penis boxing video game to promote safe sex. Yes, I said that correctly. Only in Germany. To mark World AIDS Day on Wednesday, which I guess would have already... maybe Yeah, December 3rd, so it already happened. A German organization has created a risque online game allowing men to use their penises to, quote, cock out the deadly disease in a boxing match using a high-tech condom and a webcam. The group Vergis AIDS Nicked, or Don't Forget AIDS, this re- delivers. released their game Cock Out for the December 1st Day of Awareness, aiming to animate the struggle to stop the disease and promote condom use. Featuring Mike Tyson's penis. Exactly. Uh, then there's a quote about how you know people who don't use condoms get AIDS, fine, but we don't really care about that. <laughs> uh, here we go. Fuck them. Un- under the mantra, learning by doing, the organization hopes the game that uses, hopes the game, that doesn't make any Hopes the game that uses an animatonic joystick will get young men thinking about protection through multi-sensory learning. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. After receiving the special digital condom in the mail, I, that would must be a great day. Yes. A, Mom, Mom, man, Mom. <laughs> my condom's come in. I just got it. Players turn on their webcam, don the device, and use it to step into a virtual boxing ring as a proud cartoon penis character to battle a green-eyed cartoon HIV character who embodies the virus that causes AIDS. In addition to glory and honor, the player also gets lots of information on the themes of HIV and AIDS. But, but who cares here. about that because there's... A 30-second video that we will watch. There's a German television spot. Okay, it looks like a bunch of guys whacking off in front of their... That's exactly what it looks like. ...in front of their computers or the televisions. Naked. Okay, we're gonna stop right now. That's more man. Uh, we've than we've I seen. See. Yeah, I, that's, that's too I'm good. Much. I'm good. Oh, Germany, you become <laughs> as weird as the Japanese. <laughs> we're reading the comments of, from the article. Some campaign there, and Germans wondered why the world thinks of them as being strange. I let's go to IRC. This is <clears throat> my country. It's Dominic Exade, who is German. Yes. Oh. It was also on the. It was also in the uh, newspaper. What? Uh, Which one would that be? That'd be the one with the that's a little sticky. And then... So Billy, what'd you do today? I slapped some HIV with my penis. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's just some naked guy, and they just whip off their pants, and they're standing in front of the computer. It basically looks like they're fapping right in front of their computer. Yeah. So 
so happy I'm not German. This is manly stuff. Well, wow. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I I'm. It got I'm us talking about World be, AIDS Day, yes, so I it, guess it, I guess it had the intended effect. We ain't talking about the AIDS, and we have up until you just mentioned it. We, none of it, neither one of us. Nobody I see right now is saying this is a great way to fight AIDS. <laughs> nobody cares. It's like chat roulette, the video game. Nice bio. Nice. No one cares that this has anything to do with AIDS, okay? They're not <laughs> laughing about it. They're not going to take AIDS any more seriously because some green AIDS character is getting whacked on by your... Uh, One-eyed uh, trouser yes. snake? <laughs> your wife's best friend? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to be the polite, nice guy because, you know, I, sometimes we really walk a tight rope when it comes to what we're allowed to get away with on the show at VTW. So... <laughs> penis boxing. Penis boxing. Yeah. So, do you have to fight different HIV guys? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I like, didn't bother. Uh, to, I didn't. Soda I, I didn't send and, in for the free digital condom. Soda Popinski. Soda Popinski. Uh, uh, what the hell were uh, Super Macho Man? Super with the, Ma- yeah. he, he'd be flexing <laughs> his pecs. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do different things. What, what's your penis called? Like Little Mac. <laughs> Maybe yours, not mine. Mine's Big Mother Trucker. That's what I call mine. Please, enter eighteen your name. wheel rig. <laughs> you have to use a virtual keyboard and put your name. With That's your right. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't give me enough space. It's not long enough. <laughs> what happens if you're too small to like get a reading? <laughs> Please enter condom. It's on now. What? Not reading. Too small. Please insert a condom. Exactly. And we've now degraded and hit the bottom of the basement. Should we move on? I probably better for the show if we did. But okay. I imagine IRC would like us to keep going with the stupid comments and jokes. Rape complete. <laughs> <laughs> My penis reaches from A to Z on the keyboard. <laughs> My penis is so long it has a penis. And its penis is longer than your penis. All right. This pisses me off. It, this really aggravates me. This is from the SiliconRepublic.com. Ireland creates fund for internet and video game startups. <clears throat> Enterprise Ireland has created a new internet and games competitive startup fund with an initial pot of 500,000 euros to invest in 10 internet and game startups. It aims to help them get off the ground and sell globally. Well, that was unprofessional, but I did it anyways. First off, my question is, what is Enterprise Ireland? The fund is focused on providing startups with critical early-stage funding to explore and determine the market fit of, of their business and progress to, produ- uh, to, product, to product launch. The new fund is being introduced on a pilot basis for 10 startups in the Internet and games sector who can demonstrate an ability to grow their business internationally. The initial fund for Internet and games startups will be 500,000 euros. But it is envisaged that this will be expanded to include further sections and sectors early in 2011. <clears throat> okay, maybe I'm not going to be as pissed off as I thought it was. Because the question for me is, what is Enterprise Ireland? Is this a government-run organization? It's, it's a, when, when I uh, typed in, if you type in Enterprise Ireland, it'll, yeah. it'll tell you. Uh, basically, it's like, a, it's like a mix. It's like a, a private business that works with the government to promote business in Ireland. Okay. So is this money that's coming from the government to start 10 video game companies? I don't know. I don't know if it's a mix. I don't know if it's from the government. I don't know if it's from 
the private sector. I really don't know. I know where you're. I know where you want to go with this, but yep. I, I, I can't help you with that. <clears throat> this goes on to just say that they're trying to justify spending all this money on video game startups in a in an attempt to kind of. Uh, spread marketability of Irish games uh, across the internet, across the world. Here is my problem with this, and I, uh, you know exactly where I'm going. Right, with and I, I, I would, I would hazard a guess that there probably is some money from the government. I, I would think so. For those, well, why who don't we are just aware, assume? <clears throat> and which means every American is not aware. No, I'm, I'm aware. Ireland has gone through what is pretty much a economic collapse within the last several months. I mean, collapse, collapse. I'd say it's been going on for the past two years. It's been taken, but they didn't actually collapse until just now because they finally came out and said, look, it says Enterprise Ireland is a state agency. That's all I needed. Oh, okay. Fuck them. Here we go. Here's the problem I got with this. The Irish economy has just, for, for the most part, collapsed to the point where they needed to take a $500 billion, sorry, billion euro loan from the EU to keep afloat. Right. You've got people starving in Ireland, people who can't find jobs. It's basically depression-era United States over there right now. And this jackass government, which has just collapsed as well, they threw their government out of office. They have, they have new elections. It's going to spend 500,000 euros to make internet games and 10 startup companies? Jesus Christ, that's not what you need right now. Does that not create jobs? What jobs? What Three programmers for ten companies. I don't know. Or would I don't you rather know. take that five hundred thousand and actually sink it into something? Oh, I don't know. Some kind of infrastructure change, some kind of permanent thing. Startup companies are a shot in the dark. They're a risk. They're not to mention internet games like this don't generate a shitload of revenue. They don't. That's why it's such a unique thing. You can count on your hand the number of kind of startup games like area games that do Dynasty Warriors. Okay, that's a rare exception. Five hundred thousand euros in ten startup companies. There are plenty of companies out there right now that are hurting to keep their people afloat. Government money should not be... I mean, I'm all for video games. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes crunch time like it is now, it's not the time to be sinking into entertainment. It'd be trying to send to something else. Something that's permanent. Something that's going to pay. I mean, what kind of tangible... Uh, anything do you have to show? Oh, here's my cool website. Oh, cool. Where'd you get it? Government paid for it. What do you do with it? I don't know. Only five people go to it. How hard is it to make an internet game? I, I, did it say like internet a, game or did it say video games? Well, I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm thinking like a browser internet type For thing. internet and video <clears throat> game startup. Yeah. Not to mention, unless I'm very much mistaken, there is no kind of, of logistical support or any kind of current... In Ireland? Yes, for video games? What studios can you name how, for me that are in how Ireland? How have they... Over the past decade, they've been wiring up Ireland all over the place. Uh, uh, okay. You're missing what I'm saying. Cleveland is wired up everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah? You can go anywhere in Cleveland, get Wi-Fi, what have you. Yeah. How many game companies are, are in Cleveland? None. None. What kind of support is there in Cleveland to help, uh, if you want to do 10 startup companies in Cleveland that are based on video gaming, what can you draw from for video gaming here in, in Cleveland that would help that along? Do you have any studios? Do you have a workforce that you can go and recruit from? Do you have any kind of video game designers or any kind of infrastructure, whatever, when it comes to video gaming in Cleveland? I would say you could probably find some. Sure. You could probably find artists. You can find programmers. <clears throat> you can find people that could do stuff like that. If you wanted to set up shop in Cleveland, yes. Tense? I think you could. I don't think you could. I think you absolutely could. Now, if you were to do it I in Los Angeles, could... 
think you do. Or you're doing it in New York. I think you'd have a better shot yes. if you go to Los Angeles My or New York. My point is, you're going to tell me they can't find something better to spend 500,000 euros on in a country that's now facing starvation. I mean, we're talking depression level. There's not something else they can actually give the money to. This is no different than our own government pissing away money on the most, you know, uh, dumbass, stupid pork barrel crap that our senators bring home. You know, money going in for research that has nothing to do with anything. There's money pissed away while there's people out there looking for jobs. Look, I'm not a socialist. I'm probably the farthest thing you're going to find from it. But even I look at this and say, this is absolutely ridiculous. Now this stuff says, come on, man, we're discussing bailouts for video game games, man. And you talk, okay, you talk about something else. But, I mean, he's got a point. No, no, Bioware and Blizzard have offices in Ireland, but those are call centers, dude. Those aren't actual anything. I looked into the one in Ireland for Blizzard. That's just a call center. Because that kind of launched uh, in the EU. Okay, here we go. Zan says an initial startup amount plus the low business taxes would be a decent lure, according to him. Except that they've already discussed that those low business taxes are going away now. That's why a lot of people are blaming, saying, well, because your low business tax was so low that you didn't generate any money out of that. So, yeah, I, I, I see Manly stuff. I thought you were talking about something else. That's why you should only be talking to me when you're in IRC, not each other. So there you go. So, I, yeah, that's, always, that's, that's true. Ireland has always, from the, during the Celtic Tiger era, of the last 10, 15 years, that was their lure was because they have like an 11% business tax. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to get your business into the EU market, you set up shop in Ireland. Right. But that's going away now. They're going to tax the shit out of businesses in Ireland. They're going to jack it up like everywhere else because now they're saying, we've got to recuperate our money, and it's going to come from the businesses because it's not going to come from the people. So that's my bitch. There is not that kind of infrastructure in place. Look, if that was the case, they wouldn't be doing startups to begin with. I mean, there's got to be something else. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are other things. I'm just, this is not the time to be spending taxpayer dollars on video games. And they're startups, dude. They're, this isn't like, you know, this is a for sure thing. It could be dead six months from now. Not, I mean... Well, you and I, I can make suppose. a startup company and but, say, hey, we got an idea for a game. Give us money. Uh, we're a startup. I guarantee we're probably going to fail the first 10 Probably, first yeah. yeah. I mean, the article did say that they had to prove that they could distribute their, their product on an international market. You and I could make up a good, business, a good enough business model to hornswoggle anybody. The point being, when it comes down to it, when it's, things are as bad as they are, Video games should be on the lower end of the spectrum when it comes to stuff you need. See, I don't, I don't know. I mean, is, isn't it you that rants and raves about how large the video game market is and yes. how much money it makes? Yes. So, so because couldn't, couldn't, those, couldn't those startup companies potentially make a, a shit ton of money? And, and would that not raise, raise the economy and raise the revenue? When was the last time you heard jobs? of an actual startup beginning company to make a lot of money on a video game? It's taken Blizzard 20 years to go where they are. Bioware, Rockstar, all those been around for a long time. Okay. All right. Amateur study tactics, professional study logistics. There is not the logistical support in Ireland right now to do this. That's my point. Unless I'm very much mistaken, and it's possible. But the people you'd have to draw on, the experienced personnel, the designers, the developers, etc., you can maybe say that you can find somebody who's a digital artist. That's cool. Maybe you can find a programmer. That's fine. That's a whole lot different from making an advertisement for a website or you know, an advertisement for a marketing department versus making a game level, making a character design, putting it all together. That kind of infrastructure doesn't exist. Games are not produced in Ireland and then come out everywhere else. That's my point. In the United States, if you're going to start up a, a startup video game company, you're going to go to Los Angeles. 
If you were going to make an anime, Highlander, if you're going to make up your own startup anime company, where are you going to set it up? In Cleveland or in Texas and L.A.? You go where the people are. There's nobody in Ireland right now for this. That's my point. I don't know. I don't know. Is that so sorry to correct you, Amp Power, the corporation tax will be unchanged. I don't know. I've read a lot of other periodicals, uh, both here and overseas, that say the exact opposite. That after the, after the first year, when the new government is actually brought in, when they actually bring in a new parliament, because I think they toss the Green Party out, you're going to see that change very radically. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see. It's not like country. It's yours. I, I definitely wanted to uh, bring that up because I thought it, you definitely have a, an opinion on that. Yes, I do. Not only the fact that it had the word Ireland in it, so that definitely... Definitely. Look, uh, if I found out, I mean, and I've had the same problem here because uh-huh. we've had, you found articles, and I know none left have as well, of money that's being spent on stupid ass shit here by the government for, uh, what the hell was it? Uh, games to, to try and get women interested in math. Right, yeah. And, and I said, this is an absolute disgrace. It's a waste of taxpayer money to mm-hmm. throw shit like this on a game that no one's going to play, on a glorified Oregon Trail that no one's going to care about. It doesn't matter what, what country it is, it's a waste of money. That's my problem. Moving on. Okay. Anime studio in Japan. I want some Japanese voices. Well, okay, he was, there he you was, go. Yeah. I, I understand what he's saying. He, yeah. he was talking about like a dubbing studio. Right. The Crispin Freemans of the world, the Richard Epcars of the world, the whatever. Code Geass has everybody in it, by the way. Well, it's so huge. That's why. Yeah. They, I mean, it, like, they have to use everyone in their repertoire. And it, they really do. I mean, Steve Bloom's in there, Crispin Freeman's in there. But he leaves in there. Fucking everybody and their mothers in Code Geass. You're going to hear the voice like, wow, I remember that chick or that guy or whatever. Some of the chicks are pretty hot, too. I looked up uh, some of the names. So they do some of the voices. They're well, all they're, they're, they're actors. It's their job <clears throat> to be hot. And they are. That's how I, that's how I always interpret that. When, when there's fanboys where they're like, oh, my God, they're so hot. Well, of course they're hot. They're yeah. actors. It's their job to look good. But you just wouldn't expect that from a voice actor because you never see them. Well, usually those, those particular people... They didn't get into acting to try and be voice actors. Yeah, they got into acting because that's all I could do. <laughs> they, got, they got into acting to try and, like, you know, be on the theater, or the stage, Supplement or, their or movies. And this is something that they, you know, one of the usually the, the majority of voice actors, if you go to like an anime con and they're like, So, how'd you get into voice acting? He's like, Well, my friend, blah, 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 was doing it. And he's like, You have a weird voice. You should try out. And that's usually how it happens. More often than not, I imagine. Well, Highlander, before we launch into something, actually, we're at the top of the hour, getting close. Let's kick off. We have to do one of our segments here. I want to do a uh, Super Video Game of the Week. All right. Um, Which is shorter, Forbidden Knowledge or Super Video Game? Actually, the Forbidden Knowledge is shorter. Let's do that, then. And now it's time to learn something that you shouldn't. It's time for Highlander's Forbidden Knowledge. It's not a bad one. I like no, it. No, it's not bad. I, I give them kudos for... Who was it that came up with that? Oh, fuck if I remember. All right. There we go. With Forbidden right, knowledge. Uh, this one I, I happen to stumble upon on Wikipedia. Uh, often I'll go on Wikipedia and I'll, I'll look at something and then I find a link and it just kinda, I start going off on a tangent. Stop the presses. Okay. Forbidden knowledge. We did a couple uh, weeks ago, months ago. It was on, a burger joint. Oh, what yeah. Was it? Um, yeah. It was In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger? In-N-Out Burger. Thank you. Do your thing. I'll be right back. Okay. So that bitch owes me money. Don't uh, don't ask me how exactly I, I found. Actually, I, I know how I found it. 
like I said, I was going through Wikipedia and I was just kind of bouncing through links and I, I happened to stumble across this. So here we go. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see what happens. Forbidden knowledge. How to do competitive free diving. Now, I have to admit, when I first saw free diving, I, I, I thought it was just diving, but it's, it's a little more than that. Bronze streamlined bodies in the tightest imaginable wetsuits. Hello, ladies. Dive down to the depths of the ocean with no oxygen tanks to see how long they can hold their breath before light at the end of the tunnel calls them home. That's right. That's competitive free diving in a nutshell, and you'd have to be pretty nutty to engage in a sport like this. However, if you prefer holding your breath for minutes on end, some have actually been known to hold their breath for longer than 10 minutes underwater. And journeying to the outer limits of consciousness as you deprive your brain of oxygen to sitting and having a beer with your friends, here's how to get started. Watch the 1988 Luke Besson movie, The Big Blue, starring Jean-Marc Barr as a mystical freediver who's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and falls in love with Roseanne Arquette, but ultimately dumps her for a dolphin. I'm not kidding. If that movie doesn't make you hanker for the depths, then frankly nothing will. Competitive freediving is governed by two different bodies, Ida International and CMAS. Don't ask me what those stand for. They're in French, and I had no idea. There are several disciplines to find out which one is the right one for you, like static apnea, which is timed breath holding in a swimming pool while you don't move, or dynamic apnea, which is the same thing, only you're moving. There are six different depths to dive to, and it's also broken up into using fins or not using fins. The coolest, or craziest, depending on how you look at it, one is no limits, which is holding your breath while you use a weighted sled to dive as far below the surface as you can, returning to the surface via a guideline and the help of an air-filled bag. So there it is, competitive freediving, this week's Forbidden Knowledge. Why the hell do you think this shit up? Well, I, I told them well, you, you left the room because you said you won a bet or something like that. Yes. Were you, were you in uh, Mystic Men betting on what it is? that when she was in uh, California, when uh-huh. she lived there, she used to go to in and opera all the time. She said, that's a cool menu. There was only like five things. That's all they make. I said, I'm, no, that, that clicks my mind. I don't think that's right. I think there's a no, secret menu. No, I mean, their, their physical menu does right. only have like four things. But you've got to order, yeah. But it's the secret menu that everyone goes for. I don't think Rex heard me when I was saying when I was walking away from the mic. I said, no, I think a little Rex did it. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, what Go I was saying that is that I was, I was on Wikipedia one day, and I was just reading something, and I don't know if it happens to you, but I'll, I'll find something interesting in that article, and I'll click on that link, and it sends me to that article, mm-hmm. and it sends me to that article, and I, I just kind of happened to fall across this freediving thing. It's, he, he left the room, guys, so he doesn't know what it's about. Okay. It's about people that Actually, I've seen it before. competitively I mean, try to hold their breath underwater as And then long fall as, as far as they can. To, they fall yeah. as far as they can, or they try to hold their breath because as long as they can. Because they lose their buoyancy if they go down far enough, and they start free-falling. No, no, no. These are, basically, these are people who try to hold their breath as long as they can underwater. Okay. Just, to yeah, try yeah. And, just to try and hold their breath underwater. Okay. But obviously, you're doing something in the middle of it, so it's like diving. Okay, Little Rex is giving me shit here because I, I said, oh, I, I don't remember who did the drop-in. Then he comes back, because I did say Little Rex, he does come back, so, oh, well, I am I myself in another room playing Xbox. So he's not actually listening. He's in another room playing the Xbox. He's not even paying attention. He's, he's probably playing Halo. Me, yeah, he's going to come back and give me shit, stupid Halo guy. <laughs> and he asked Christopher Freeman has done computer games. A lot of people did oh, the yeah, Dynasty yeah. Warrior series. A lot of people. Uh, uh, fucking the guy who did Jet Black in Cowboy Bebop. Wendy uh, Bo did, Billingsley. Yes. Wendy Lee did some stuff. Um... Yuri Lowenthal did a bunch, mm-hmm. so all from Dynasty Warrior Sticks. It must have been the uh, probably Bang Zoom Studios or something like that, because usually dubbing, be. dubbing studios have their 
like regular actors that they've worked with a bunch of times so they know what to expect so they always call them that kind of thing that's usually why you always hear the same kind of people in every you know especially like in New York or Los Angeles you always hear the same kind of people Highlander equals this guy this is from the lead hackster which I'm a little gun shy to go to what is this the problem with Wikipedia oh yeah like a like I was saying you Get in Wikipedia, then you start finding a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah, that's this is how I get Suspension through. Suspension Bridge, three hours of fascinating clicking, and then you get to uh, Fatal Hilarity, Batman, and uh, Wet T-Shirt Contest. Yeah, it's crazy. Lesbianism and erotica. <laughs> now, it, this is exactly what happens to me when I'm in a killing time or on my break here at work. Yeah, it's, I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I show up with one thing, and I end up a million miles. And then I'm like, how the hell did I get to, you know, it's dolphin like things? six and, degrees of separation. Yeah. Oh, the ending! Yeah, no, don't don't give it away. Don't give this it away. This thing sucked ass. That's I why hated it's the, it. That's why it's the stupid video game moment. I think it was a brick. I mean, you could like knock somebody out with it. Type. Brick. If, if I remember, didn't you have to sell those for a yes, little bit? Yes, I yeah, did. I, I, I did. It's kind of why I chose them. I figured you'd have a they, personal the, anecdote about them. I think those were coming in right as I was leaving. Oh, so. Okay, gotcha. All right, folks, we're at the top of the hour. We got to take a break. We'll be back here in about twelve minutes. Keep it right here. Please. Somebody email Shriggs and, and let him know. We need to erase him from uh, humanity. Um, I remember reading about this guy not too long ago where he and his wife were implicated in a double murder. That it was a like a Bonnie and Clyde thing. Okay. It's the wrong couple. Ah, all right. And they demanded that this, I, I forget what state it was in, but they demanded that the information be corrected. And they, the police department refused, saying, no, you have not shown us any proof that you are not them. They actually had to go through the courts and sue them, getting a lawyer, and went all the way up the courts, and not only did they want it corrected, but they wanted, since they had to take it to court, they wanted their lawyer's fees covered. Sure, before. sure. That's understandable. It got all the way up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court of the state? I, I, the article was a little hazy. I don't, know, I don't know if it was, thank you, Barry, if it was the Supreme Court of the state or it was the U.S. Supreme Court. In either case, it doesn't matter. When it got up to whichever, whichever the Supreme Courts, they said, okay... They have to correct and take your name down, but absolutely not. It's not their responsibility to pay your lawyer fees. Pay them yourself. It was like 200 some thousand dollars for fees to get their name cleared out of a mistake that had nothing to do with them. Wow. Because their names were similar. That was it. Hmm. And, the car, and the court said, no, they're not going to pay for it. It's not their problem. It's yours. You paid for it. You paid the lawyer's fees. You're the one who took the court. It's your problem, not theirs. This shit happens more often than you know. And you know what? A lot of times, it happened to a guy I work with where... You know those speed cameras we got here in, in Ohio? I know they got them in other places. It's a camera that takes, play, you know, takes a picture from a red light or if you're speeding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised how often people will get stuff in the mail of a picture that isn't their car, that isn't their driver's license, and it's their name on there or their you know, license plate, but it's name, their name on there, all their information, and they're fine, and they're expected to pay that fine. And it, uh, you know, it's been added to your account that's out there. If you get pulled over, they say, okay, there's a warrant out for you because you didn't pay your fines. Right. And they have to fight it tooth and nail. You have to go to court. Sometimes you have to you know, go up a, a couple levels, federal court, appeals court, whatever, to get that cleared. This happens a lot. Yeah, Jazzy J says they got them in Texas all over the place. We got them here in Cleveland now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Don't get me started on that shit. I hate that. So, 
Biochemist bio, uh, says, a friend of mine got arrested because his name was the same as some guy with a warrant. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. this stuff happens a lot. Manly stuff says they, they don't cross-touch the car. No, they take a snapshot picture of the car, usually the front or back of it, and then they mail you a letter with a picture of your car saying, you ran a red light at this street on this day, you owe a fine of X amount of dollars. Yeah. A lot of times it's you know the same name, but it's not your car, it's not your license, but it doesn't matter because it's attached to your uh, information. You know, it'd be like uh, uh, Joe Smith, who lives in Berea, gets a ticket for Joe Smith who got busted on the east side of Cleveland. East Cleveland. You know, it's, it's stupid shit like that. It happens a lot. Anyways. Martyrdom says, just a tossing reminder about the lopsided support for Way in Dynasty Warriors Online. Okay. Uh, Desperado looked into this last week because we were trying to figure out why it was taking us, you know, 10 to 15 minutes to get a game going. Okay. Turns out that's not entirely accurate. See, in Dynasty Warriors, and I'll show you before you leave because I didn't get a chance to last week. Okay. Okay. At the top left bar, you see three, uh, top left of the screen, you see three bars. One says Way, one says Shu, one says Woo. Okay. And there's a line that shows, and we were trying to figure out what the hell it meant because there's, uh, for Way, the line is like three times as long as everybody else's. Hmm. Wu was like a third of that, and then she was like a quarter of that. Wow. Okay? And what we assumed was it was showing server population. Okay. Everybody and their mother is fighting for the kingdom of Wei, and no one's fighting for Shu. And I said, you know, that seems kind of weird, considering that Shu was like, you know, the, the rebel alliance in Star Wars. They really are. They're small, they're the good guys, and they're being beaten on by the evil empire. Mm, okay. I would think that everybody and their mother would flock to them. Okay. He did some research, went on the Aria game boards and what have you. It's, it turns out that has to do with population of China at that time. And it's true. Wei had the majority of the population of China. Uh-huh. It has nothing to do with player population. Oh, okay. As it turns out, Shu Han actually triples the population of the other two combined. Oh, interesting. Yeah. If I had known that, I would not have rolled Shu for the beta. Ah, well. I'm just too lazy to just start from scratch and go the other way. Uh, Legal says, check out the 407TR amp, a, a toll highway that snaps your rear license plate so they can charge you for use. I've heard stories of people who are deceased apparently using the highway. <laughs> That's okay. I've heard people that are deceased that vote all the damn time. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that happens every, every year. Voter fraud and crazy stuff like that. See, I like this. Digit says, they had them there here, but they kept getting paintballed and yanked down. But... I'm not proud of where I live at all. I'll just claim I'm from the beautiful country of Latin. Most Americans don't realize that doesn't exist. Uh, I knew that didn't exist. That's a that's a language. Uh, yeah, unless you're trying to make some kind of Latino reference. I guess maybe she's talking about living in Latin America. Yeah, I don't know. Jesse, I don't know. The only redeeming quality of Wei is Zhang Liao. Uh, um, I think they had some decent generals. You know, you can't go by the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. That's you know. It's a cool story. I love it. I got my copy right there. But, you know. So we've got a half hour to go. Yes. What, uh, what more do we need to yes, do? Yes, I know you don't want to talk about Dynasty Wars. I, I'm a, yes. No, I, that's okay. I just moving to... on. Moving on. I get it. I get it. Highlander is dictating to me how the show's going to run. Okay, Highlander. Well, I'll tell you what. Since you're a big boss, man, you're the one with the big balls, you tell me what we're going to do. We're going to do the uh, stupid video game moment of the week. Okay, we're going to do the quickening now. Fantastic. From across the information superhighway. We have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I just know how we are. And we're going to go off on a tangent. It's going to be 9.07 and we haven't even gotten anything yet. The hell do you care? You say you got nothing going on. All right, all right. right. Here. 
Uh, let me give you the mouse, Big Balls, so you can do it yourself. That That's way right. you're not complaining about how I'm not screwing it up. So go That's ahead. That's right. There you go, Your Majesty. Go ahead and read your friggin' thing. I'm going to the bathroom now. You're welcome. All right, here we go. You suck. <laughs> right before the millennium, Nokia, makers of cell phones across the world, decided it would enter the handheld gaming market. You see, Nokia noticed that gamers would carry along with them not just their cell phone, but their handheld gaming unit as well. Uh, read that as Game Boy since Nintendo had such a vice grip on the handheld market back then. So in 2003, Nokia unveiled the N-Gage, a handheld gaming unit combined with the abilities of a smartphone. Unfortunately for Nokia, the criticisms piled on immediately. The N-Gage was quickly called by those who saw it as the electronic taco. You see, Nokia had decided to put the earpiece not on the front of the unit, but on the side of it, so that when you use the N-Gage as a phone and you held it up to your ear... It looked like you were holding up to your ear a big, bulky electronic taco. Secondly, in order to insert a game cartridge into the N-Gage, the user had to take the plastic cover off and remove the battery compartment to insert the game. Lastly, and most importantly, the N-Gage sold for the low, low price of $300 at a time when market leader Nintendo was selling its Game Boy Advance for $99. 1UP.com reported that in the first month of the N-Gage being available in the United States, the Game Boy Advance was outselling it by 100 to 1. A mere six months later, Nokia unveiled the N-Gage QD, a redesigned N-Gage addressing the problems of the first design. However, critics this time pointed out how easy it was to remove the outer rubber casing, causing the inside of the unit to be highly vulnerable to things like dust and water. Nokia managed to sell about 3 million N-Gages, which might surprise you, but what won't surprise you is that Nintendo's Comp- Nintendo's competitor to the N-Gage, the Game Boy Advance, sold about 82 million units. The Nokia N-Gage, engaging you to go out and buy a Game Boy. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. If you think about it, though, you need to give credit where credit's due. They were for, innovative. For the time, it was pretty pretty advanced. I'll, I'll give them credit. But the, the design flaws were just horrible. I mean, really, I remember when it came out, and I would see a picture of someone using it as a phone. It, it looked right. like a taco. Yeah. It really did. I was, I was just leaving the company at the time when we had to start selling those things. And, yeah, I mean, like I said, for, for the time being, they were innovative in that you had a phone that could play video games. Now, everything right. does. The yeah. Droid, the iPhone, the Blackberry, et cetera. Exactly. You can't have a phone now without it. Right. But again, for three hundred bucks for that piece of shit, no I mean, way. you could throw a thing as, as like a disc and hit people with it and kill them. <laughs> well, you've got to, you. Do you want to do quickening questions on the fly? Could you no, do that? No, I, I, I'd rather save them for next okay. Week. Well, we'll save them for next week then. Okay. Only said it did both. It, but it, did, it did them. Badly. Does someone yes, have? True. Does someone have an engage? Who is a? I don't know anybody who's Lucas got. Lucas Sparks says he has the engage. Unless, unless that's just him being uh, retarded. I would it sucks at everything. Trust. I mean, it was a phone. I mean, it, I, I'm sure it didn't. Actually, uh, it didn't suck as a phone because it was a world phone. It, it was a tri-band. So you could use it anywhere on any network. Oh, so I see. On that, that's probably one of the reasons why it was 300 bucks because that cost a lot of money. Uh, then when the QD came out, that was 99 bucks. They targeted it at the same price as the Game Boy Advance. But uh, it wasn't a world phone anymore. Now you had a, only could use it in America or Europe or Japan or whatever. A live quickening. That sounds like it has potential. Zerk says, Emp replaces all his Pepsi cans with N-gauges. 
Okay, I would do that. It's heavy enough. Yeah, I'd say so. I'll tell you what. I like this 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 live quickening thing. We're okay. going to do something a little different here. I'm going to right. horn in on your turf. Okay. And here's how I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, I want to get to this article before we get to the quickening. All right. It's the last one I'm going to do. All right. If you email me right now, before now, between now and the end of the show, I will take your questions live on the air and answer them in a quickening type fashion. I'm kind of in a pissy mood, so I figure that's probably the best way to burn off the steam. All right. Fair enough. It won't be as good as the uh, quickening, but yeah, we'll see what it goes. Emperor1G at Cox.net. We'll see what we get. Of course, if nobody emails me, then I just won't do it. All right. I've been, I've been camping on this one for two or three weeks now, and I keep uh-huh. meaning to get to it, and we didn't. This is from the Washington Times. I saw this the other day, and I wanted to snag it. This is about net neutrality. Okay, The FCC, the Federal Communications Commission here in the United States, is getting ready to uh, throw their hat into the ring, and they've tried it before, to enforce Internet neutrality. Now, for those who don't know, Internet neutrality is the theory, or the, or it's the policy that all companies keep their hands off the Internet, meaning that you cannot give preferential treatment to you know certain websites or certain right. uh, services, and you can't detract from them either. Right. The 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 idea is that there are there are companies that are advocating it, like for example, AT and T. Uh, when you go to sites like Hulu or when you stream a movie from Netflix, it takes up a, an awful lot of bandwidth. And when you've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people doing it, it takes up a lot of the bandwidth that other users could be using to do something simple like, say, just read their email or maybe go shopping on Amazon or something like that. Right. So what some companies are talking about is charging you extra to go to sites that have heavy bandwidth. So, for example, if you just got a basic Internet package from your ISP, you would be blocked from certain websites like Hulu or YouTube or things like that, or, unless you agreed to pay an upcharge. Or your access would be diminished. Yes. Like if you, know, you would download, like at a broadband connection normally, if you go to a, like a high-traffic site, they may you know, scale you back to like a, a dial-up type of connection. Right, yeah. You know, and we should have seen uh, shades of this happening as a couple of years ago, even a year ago, when the phone companies started putting in surcharges for the amount of downloading you did. Mm-hmm. You know, and this has been happening where places like the iPhone and other ones are now forcing you to pay more, and they're limiting or putting you can actually use less bandwidth for more money than you were previous. And there's, they were claiming the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So what the FCC is, and on the surface it sounds like a good idea. Uh, I I am not completely sold on it, but uh, Mr. Janikowski here, who runs the FCC, is head of the FCC Commission, um, is in charge of you know he's been appointed by the Obama administration and he's going after him and he wants to put in a rule that says that basically it's going to enforce net neutrality. Mr. Janikowski suggests that the government red tape will increase the quote freedom of online services that have flourished because bureaucratic busybodies have blocked from tinkering with the web. This is a uh, op-ed here at the Washington Times. Ordinarily it would be appropriate at this point to supply an example from the uh, proposed regulations illustrating the problem. Mr. Janikowski's draft document has over 550 footnotes and is stamped non-public for, inter- for internal use only to ensure nobody outside the agency sees it until the rules are approved and is scheduled December 21st vote. Now, the reason why this op-ed of this person has such a bent on this, and she's got a point, or he's got a point rather, is the fact that they have said that this is supposed to be done out in the open so that everybody sees exactly what's happening. 
that they've learned the example or learned from the problems they've had previously with trying to pass like health care reform here in the United States. and They're trying to do it behind closed doors when they said they're going to do it out in the public or they were trying to do the uh, cap and trade, which is the uh, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just another big bill here in the United States. They're trying to do behind closed doors. And now, you know, all these different footnotes, these different regulations that are in this are being stamped where you can't see them until the laws already passed and then it doesn't matter. Anyways, uh, and it goes on to explain what we just did as far as the neutrality goes or, you know, bandwidth. Anyways, it's not clear why the FCC thinks it needs to intervene in a situation with obvious market solutions. And this is what I'm going to have a problem with. Companies that impose draconian tolls on blo- or block services will lose customers. Existing laws already offer a number of protections against anti-competitive behavior. But it's not clear under what law Mr. Janikowski thinks he can stick his nose into the businesses that, comp- that compromise the Internet or comprise the Internet. The FCC regulates broadcast television and radio because the government granted each station exclusive access to a slice of the airwaves. Like, likewise, when Ma Bell accepted a monopoly deal from Uncle Sam, it came with regulatory strings attached. Right. You can, oh, I can tell my voice is starting to go. Here's what it comes down to. All right. What they're trying to say is that rather than allow the businesses themselves to determine exactly what is acceptable on the Internet, they're going to force everybody to play by the same rules. Now, on the surface, that sounds fine. The problem is, like anything else, I don't want any kind of of regulation from the government in this instance. Whether for or against what I want it to do, I want it to stay the hell out of it. The problem is it's twofold. And Highlander and I, you and I discussed this before we went on the air. We did, yeah. And you thought that I was going to actually disagree with you. Yeah, because um, what what you may not realize, those of you who don't live in America, it, it seems to be gravitating. The people on the left are for government intervention and net neutrality, whereas people on the right side of the spectrum are against it and want the open market to determine what will right. happen. The, and it's a very generalized term. That's, it's generalized, Republicans yeah. want less government in the lives of people, and they want other things to determine, whether it's us, the open market, depending on what it is, whether it's social or economical, let us decide for ourselves. And right, the, if you're talking about politics in general. Right. Yeah. In general, the Democrats think, well, you know, we can't trust the people because they, you know, they may botch it. And they have examples why. Yeah. This may be one of them. And that they would rather the government determine the rules for everybody to play by. Now, I'm of two minds about this, Highlander. Um, but before I launch in, because I almost always lead the charge on these, okay. well, give me your opinion first. Um, I am in favor of, of the government intervention because I, I don't trust the corporations to adequately police themselves. But you do trust the government? Well, let me tell you what. If, if it comes down to trusting either the government or corporations, I can always use the power of my vote and the power of my voice and to get other people to really vote. And you think that makes a difference? We just vote everything. We just handed Obama one of the biggest losses in the history of the United States as far as from a political standpoint. He hasn't altered his way at all. Nothing has changed. But he can be voted out in two years. In two years. Yes. And then we hope as, as opposed to a, as opposed to a corporation where right. you do have the ability to vote per se, but you do have to pay to do so via stock options, which is a bunch of crap. That's you know that's not really the reason why you get stocks is to have the ability to vote you out. You can the vote CEO. by not buying from that company. Go elsewhere. Go to a competitor. Don't but, use that but what service. if they're all doing the same thing? Ah, uh, see, this is where I'm going with it. Continue. Go ahead. Okay. So what, what I think is going to happen, corporations being greedy as they are, corporation, all corporations are going to do this. Uh, the purpose of a corporation, the purpose of a business is to make money. Right. And if they can make money by 
operating a multi-tiered system for the internet whereby you know you pay this much you get you can go to Amazon you can go to a couple sites but if you want more of the internet well then you have to pay this much and then you get these sites and then you pay this much and you get more sites things like that i i don't like corporations deciding what sites i'm allowed to see or what sites i'm not allowed to see i want it completely open I want to decide for myself what sites I want to go to. And if that means government intervention to make sure to stop corporations from doing something like this, I think it's so much the better. Okay. Real quick before I get to my, my point here. Uh, okay. If you want your email read in the live quickening by myself following Highlanders, emperor1gacox.net, get it in now, cox.net. Also, uh, Zan says he's getting an echo from the show. I, is anybody else getting an echo? I haven't seen anybody else mention it. Here's my thing. And surprisingly, Hollander, I'm in agreement with you on, on this. That's why, yeah, when we were talking about it, I was really surprised because of our, our differences in political persuasions. I, I would expect you to be taking the, the Glenn Beck route on this. In nine times out of ten, I will support a business over the government. And like somebody else said, voting with your dollar is much more important than voting with your vote. And that's true because usually you'll see the results much quicker. If people begin to boycott a specific business, you'll see them change real quick. And that happens quite a bit. In can, this case... Yeah. I, I equate this to the oil industry insofar that it's pretty much collusion. Let's call it what it is. It's collusion. Oh, absolutely. If yeah. the ability for companies out there is available, that they can limit where you can go and charge a fee to do it, then they're going to. Like uh, texting for phone companies. Mm-hmm. doesn't cost them anything. Absolutely free for you to text. Does that? There's no. Oh, I'm sure. What the 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 amount of bandwidth needed for a text is it's probably nil. so. It's nil. right. Yeah, absolutely. But they charge a ton, and they all do it. Of course they do. No one says free texting. You've got to pay for it. It's a, it's a service. This is going to be no different. If you were to say that we're going to rely on com- you know competition in this case to determine the way the market is, don't worry about net neutrality. I'm going to go to a company that's going to allow me to go whatever websites I want. Mm-hmm. It's a misnomer because there's going to be fees of some kind or another. They're all going to say, if we can all charge extra money for you to go to certain sites or use up more bandwidth, then we're going to. Absolutely. So, and then as, as, a vote, I'm sorry, as a buyer, what are you going to do? You're screwed. You're screwed. You don't have a if choice. If every ISP is doing that, then you are boned and you have and, no way around And it. look, I, I can't predict the future, but I can tell you the odds are very heavily in favor of these corporate, the ISPs, the corporations doing this. Because it's going to make the money. It's going to make them a lot of money. The problem is that they do have a little legitimate concern when you have a thing like a Netflix, which takes up a great chunk of the bandwidth on the Internet, when right. you have things like OnLive.com or other ones. And it's true. You know, I've seen articles saying that the Internet will run out of bandwidth and run out of address and all that in the next several years, that it's actually going to run out. So I can understand where at some point you have to stop the floodgates, you have to you know, close off the spigot or charge more for it. I get it. I don't know that the government's stepping in and saying, no, 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 you have to do what we tell you, and that is keep your hands off of it, except for, and it's a slippery slope. Once the FCC has their foot in the door, you will never close it on them. They will always be there. And I'm sure all those footnotes that they don't want us seeing are loopholes that can for yeah, them, and I, that's speculation, because we don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It could be terrorist stuff that they don't want us to see. I don't know. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not keen on all that kind of stuff either, but... You know, it's all speculation. You know, and Digit has, is saying what we're saying. I just hate the idea that my ISP would go from $30 to $110 just so I can browse the same website. Right. 
Look at our sewer. I don't know if you paid attention to it. A couple days ago, they voted here in Cleveland for that new EPA ruling on sewers. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, well, they passed it. Okay. So what happens is we pay, let's say, I think at the average right now, is about $100 or something like that for sewers. Mm-hmm. All right? By 2025, that will be upwards around 1000 Starting in 2012, it'll be upwards of about 300 a year. And I'm about to buy a house. Because the EPA says, well, there's a new law in place or new rules that we want you guys to follow. Not that you have to, but we want you because we want you to do something with the raw sewage going into Lake Erie or something along those lines. Okay. It's going to raise the rates by something like three or 400% on sewers. We now have 2025. It mm-hmm. cannot be repealed. Okay. All right. That is the same thing. That's disgusting. It's the government sticking the nose and saying, you need to do this, and it's going to cost us all an ass load of money. All right. In this case, you have the government saying, well, we, we're trying to protect the customers by saying nobody can do this except... Once the precedent is set that the FCC is able to regulate the Internet, not to mention the Internet is international, who the hell is the FCC to tell anybody else what to do? Well, they're, they're it's not. Only it's, affect it's, it's, only American America. ISP, right. it's only American ISPs, yeah. Okay, but that's going to affect the rest of the world. We're the majority of Internet users in the world. Sure, yeah, exactly. There you go. I don't like this on both sides. I don't like the government regulating anything in my life, especially not the Internet. It's, it really is the only truly place that's still free. All right, And I don't like the idea that businesses are going to horn in here and start charging us a boatload of money for what has been always free. But I think you're right that they're going to. It, it makes sense to me. It just makes sense to me. Other than everybody being adults, sitting at a table, and all agreeing to keep their hands off of it as a gentleman's agreement, I, I don't know what solution there is to this problem. I, hate, I, I don't like the kind of person to sit behind a mic and bitch and complain about something that it sucks, and I hate it, and not have a solution to the problem. But I don't have one. Well, I, I think it's because you're torn in two. I mean, t- to me, the, the solution is to have the government involved in it. But that's, that's because of my political you know, association. Okay. I, think, I think that's, part of, you know, that's one of the functions of government, you know, it, it is to step in when society goes astray or when you know, something happens. You know, that's, the, the government is the representatives of the people, and that's one of the functions of Archbishop government. Archbishop Shriggs is back already. That was a quick birthday uh, wow. bash. Wow, yeah. Well, not really. He, he left at, what, like 6? 7 o'clock. No, he was here for the first hour. Oh, 7 o'clock. Then he figured, like an hour, like about two hours. That's not that bad. It depends on how... Well, I say he's going out with family and friends to get dr- to go drinking for his birthday. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a dinner thing or whatever. Well, well that's... No, yeah. Been, so. Well, yeah, it was kind of a short party. No, well, but yeah. Uh, had unless, he's, uh, unless he's doing it at the party. I don't know. Now, that's hardcore. If you're at your own birthday party <laughs> getting hammered and you still show up for the show that you happen to be you know, a contributor for, wow, that's... Oof. Net regulations in the U.S. don't work, though, says the lead hacker. Based on what? Yeah. Well, uh, exactly. What are you pointing to as an example? I don't, yeah. Not, Remember what happened with it when AT&T blocked 4chan? No, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Uh, AT&T blocked 4chan. Apparently. And, and Anonymous went to work. Okay. That's pretty much what happened. Oh, you know what? I could see Anonymous being pissed off if something like this went wrong. If the government tried blocking it or, or businesses started... They, they, they have said certain things that, you know, if, if it goes through, that'll, that'll be bad. Holy shit. Holy crap. Look at all the different, look at all the quickening questions I got. Damn. Jeez. All right. Well. All right. Well, do you want to do yours first and then mine or uh, do you want me to go first? Let, let's you go first. Let's actually do the way it's supposed to be first because mine's going to be terrible. Okay. Uh, Emperor one Gia Cox, then if you want your question read on the air in a quickening type fashion answered by myself, now's the time. This is a one and done, so I'm not going to do this again. Emperor G at Cox.net. Now it's time for, you know, the actual real, you know, decent quickening. So hang okay. on. 
Uh, let's going. go. Here we are. All right. Born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? have the manners of a goat. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm quite surprised. Well, I, I shouldn't say I'm that surprised. There are certain factors that definitely contribute to our but we're, but swelling. we're retaining those numbers. That's the point. That, that is the point. The that is the point that we're, we're keeping yes. them. We're keeping them. All righty, the quickening. Now, as always with the regular quickening, if you have a question that you'd like to send me, you can always do so at Highlander1G at gmail.com. So here we go. The quickening. Question. I recently watched on the news that two gay guys were having a friend donate an egg so they can have a child. Will this child automatically become gay? Yes. No, of course not, but the odds are good. I mean, we obviously know that the gay is a catchable disease and nobody wants to catch the gay. But since the child will be in constant contact with them, chances are likely that the gay will rub off. Oh, I finished, didn't finish the um, whole question of the quickening. That's incredible. Fail. If I remember correctly, I think it's rub off on him, and he'll be wearing Argos sweaters and watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Question. If two witches owned two watches, then which witch would watch which watch? I give myself credit for wow. getting that on the first try. I think we need to watch watch-wearing witches to know which witch would watch which watch. Perhaps one witch would watch another witch watch, whilst another witch would watch the other witch's watch. I hate you. Or perhaps they'll both go to Peter Piper's for some pickled peppers. Who knows? Who knows these things? <laughs> How the hell did you pull it off without stumbling once? I couldn't do it. I, seriously, I, that was the first time I said it out loud. I couldn't do it. Hey, I swear to you. I typed it, but I thought it, but I never said it out loud question hey witch doctor tell us the magic words sorry i just answered that question five seconds ago with the witches please phrase your question in a manner that doesn't suck and no i am not going to sing that song it's from a song it's i'm not going to sing it no no singing songs on the quickening unless i feel like it question how long do we have until the bear shard apocalypse and how do i prepare now i wasn't sure what you meant by bear shard apocalypse but it contains the word bear and that means, yes, there definitely will be an apocalypse, because if I have learned anything from the Reverend Sir Dr. Stephen T. Colbert, DFA, <laughs> bears are soulless, godless killing machines. Perhaps you meant that bears are now playing World of Warcraft. You mentioned a shard. If bears have indeed acquired World of Warcraft Actually, that's technology. All of my oh, no. Fail. Wow, no. you suck at ass today. It's two in a row. So there is a bear shard in Ultima Online? No, but all the servers are called shards. Oh, okay. Yeah. What shard do you play on it? Gotcha, gotcha. Well, if bears have indeed acquired World of Warcraft technology, I fear for the safety of the entire orc race. Orcs, as we all know, are nutritious, tasty, and bears will eat them up like chocolate-covered cherries that are shaped like orcs. Question, I have a lot of baggage and am looking to creatively commit suicide. What's the best way to do it? And would you like to join me? It doesn't sound like you're doing much these days. Well, I tell you what. You go first, and I promise I'll be right behind you. See, a creative way to kill yourself. You know, Patton Oswald had a great idea about that. He said to throw yourself off the Empire State Building, but before you jump, you <laughs> fill your shirt with candy. <laughs> so when you hit the pavement, the people below go, oh, my God, look at this. is horrible. Holy crap. I can't. Oh, hey, look, Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> <You went pinata. laughs> 
Question, I took your advice from a few weeks ago and managed to find myself a hooker. However, I kind of messed up. You did not mention how expensive they are. Luckily, I remembered a trick that I learned from Grand Theft Auto. I did get my money back, but now I have a dead hooker in my shed. What should I do with the body? (laughs) That is so strange because the same thing happened to me. Wait, I didn't kill the hooker. I just used the cheat code to automatically give myself more money. You know, that way I didn't have to murder a hooker by running her over with my car. You sick bastard. But what's done is done, and I have to get you out of this mess. I'd suggest taking the body and going the weekend at Bernie's route. <laughs> Proper up, pretend she's still alive. Hey, you might be able to generate some cash by putting her back out on the streets. Use her like a puppet and walk her up and down the block. You know, money in your pocket, right? It's not like she's going to need it anymore. I would recommend investing in some Febreze if you're going to go on that route, because you are definitely going to need it. Question, what happens if a radioactive black guy bites me? Well, it's really simple. You get superpowers like spitting watermelon seeds at the speed of sound, as well as the ability to detect the nearest Kentucky Fried Chicken in a 50-mile radius. Oh, my God. I actually thought, I legitimately thought, I wasn't going to say it. It's like Orenthal emailing Jim Rome. I thought we were going to make an entire episode (laughs) without a country hate or a racist guy. You son of a bitch. An emperor's court without (laughs) racism is like a day without sunshine, sir. You know that. You know that. Uh, Question, did Emp kill the dinosaurs by throwing a Pepsi can that traveled through time and space and hit them in the back? (laughs) No, because Emp can't throw a Pepsi can that can travel back in time and kill the dinosaurs. (laughs) Only bears can do that. If you have a question that you would like me to answer on the quickening, you can always email me at highlander1g at (laughs) gmail.com. Ah, shit. Sakani says, a black guy, I wouldn't, I would have been extremely disappointed if it was, there was no racism. <laughs> well, okay, in, in his defense, it's not always black people that get the racism. No, I think them. I've, I've hit just about everybody. <laughs> I mean, I really, maybe, maybe, I've, uh, Indians, I've, <laughs> like, uh, Hindu Indians, I don't think I've gotten them. We need to make a list of Russians, people you haven't hated upon. I think, I don't think I've, I've hated on Russians yet. Maybe I'll deliberately make up a question so I can answer it. So I can make fun of Hindus and Russians at the same time. Lucas says, as a black guy, hey, I take great offense to that. All right, so two of the three black guys that listen to the show have an opinion. I, I would hope you'd take offense <laughs> to that. That was very racist <laughs> what I just said. <laughs> God. By the way, send your hate mail to... What, would, his, uh, what would that black guy's like uh, superhero name be? Steel. Steel? You mean uh, like uh, Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, that was a great movie. No, it wasn't. No. Wow, that was such a horrible movie. Um... So now you're going to... Uh, all the questions I got. Wow. I mean, if, if, if you want to send some my way, I can answer them next week if you're too overwhelmed. I mean, that is a lot uh, of questions. Well, let's see how far we get. Okay. It's Emperor1G at Cox.net. If you want your question, get it in, because here we go. The Live Quicken with Emperor. Dear Emperor, what should I do if Kermit the Frog threw a can of Pepsi at me? From Spyro. This is Kermit the Frog, and I'm going on a rampage with cans of Pepsi. I also sign kind of like Ray Ramon. You do a little bit. Hey, Deborah, get out of the shower. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be you when you... I see. Yeah. Worst episode ever. Worst quickening ever. ever. <laughs> Dear if you try to fail and succeed, what the hell did you just do? What about succeeding and failing? It's really manly stuff. I have an answer for that, but we'll see what you come if up If you with. try to fail and succeed, what the hell did you just do? I call that an epic succession. Uh, What about succeeding in failing? 
Well, first, you don't succeed, then failing may be your specialty. Uh, I believe it's that's what I would say. Off the top of my head, I would say you divided by zero and won the internet. If you fail and succeed, if you try to fail and succeed, which the hell do you just do? My eyes bleed trying to figure that one out. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, did you ever see the Jeopardy with the, uh, the Bears fans, Super Bears fans? And the final Jeopardy question is Bears versus Bulls. <laughs> and, and, and the one guy. Um, Writes like Bears, Bulls, Bears, Bulls, 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 and he like keeps Xing them out because he can't figure out which one would win. Then the second one is like a, a smushing together of the two like bear rules, like that kind of thing. <laughs> and then Alex Trebek's like, which, which word is that? Like, which one do you think it is, Alex? Like, <laughs> whatever. And then the third one, which is the correct answer, goes, it's this huge, long diatribe about how if the Bears and the Bulls ever would meet in athletic competition, it would uh, rip the fabric of space-time and destroy the universe and the United Nations needs to uh, step in to ensure that such a situation would never happen. And that's the correct the answer. Bulls and bears. Yeah. From Barry, dear Emp, when you run for president, who would be your running mate? I don't need a running mate. If I'm running for president, okay, bottom line, here's how it's going to set up. Fine, I'm leaving then. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's it. You're, you're so politically in, in lockstep with me, you would be my perfect running mate. You know, I, I, I tell I you what. I do not support my president. Like, what? You're my vice president. In all seriousness, I think that if uh, John McCain went with his original choice of Joe Lieberman, I think he would have gotten some more votes, in all honesty. He I don't, still would have lost. I don't know if he would have lost. I he think would've it would have been closer. I'll because it, it would have been such a bold move that it would have gotten a lot of people talking. And I mean, I, I don't know how the Republicans... I mean, I would think the Republicans would have to vote for John McCain because they can't vote for Obama. So they, they'd have to vote for him. And they, they might have even gotten some of the, the moderates and undecided. Might have. When you run for president, what would you be your running mate? Okay, look, this is how it's going to run. I, I don't give a shit about you know uh, th- this whole democracy thing. If I'm actually going to run for president, okay, if I'm actually going to step my into the urinal that is democracy in this country, we're setting up an American empire. We're throw- we're taking the democracy going out the window. So I'm you're not going to be gonna, el, el president. That's right. Damn it, tyrant. You're going to have like a white and suit and like tyrant big giant, all the uh, way. Big giant things on the shoulders with the with the dangling with giant, things. Giant, huge amounts of medals all and, over. And a yes. huge giant pair of sunglasses. And, and there will be a purge list. We're just going to wipe everybody out. All and, right. And you will have a Cuban cigar in your mouth. Yes. It'll be an American cigar though, not Cuban. Okay. You know it's a Cuban. Oh, okay. Because I will have taken over Cuba. Look, I'm going to put this country on a war footing. We're going to move north, take out Canada. We're just going to wall off Mexico because nobody wants it. And that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm not going to have a running mate because that means somebody's going to be you know, threatening to take my position. The last thing I want to do is be assassinated by my number two guy. I don't need a number two guy. I'm fine running it myself. We're going to dissolve the Senate. We're going to dissolve the Congress. Don't sit there and laugh. We're going to run this thing like it should be with me at the top and everybody else listening to what to do. I don't need a goddamn running mate. If I die, everybody's screwed. No, that was funny. All right. There we go. You got one. Well, thank you. (laughs) Question. Who is the biggest retard in the world? I'm sitting next to him. Question. Why is this person the biggest retard in the world? Do you listen to this guy on a (laughs) weekly basis? Question. What would happen if the biggest retard in the world had children? God help all of us. A bunch of people are going, I mean, I I can't think of anything else. Hang on. Let me give you a second. Okay. Okay. No, I can't think of anything funny. Question. Do you like the bears or do you like bears? Eh... I mean, if they wiped out and, and look, the plight of the polar bear because the polar ice caps melting doesn't do anything for me. I don't care. It's a bear. It's in my way. I don't give a shit. I, I, you know, I like dogs. I like cats. Bears, if you can keep it as a pet, then okay. If it's not, then it's just getting in my way. I mean, every year you hear about two or three people are eaten by bears. And those are two or three people that would have lived if we wiped out all the bears. Do we need bears? 
No. They're a crappy mascot for a very mediocre team in Chicago. Moving on. Dear Emperor, scenario. You are a photographer in a tornado-prone area, and you see Barack Obama and Jay Gilliard? I don't know who that is. Dangling off a large broken building. You have the chance to be rewarded for saving the two world leaders and being set for life. Or you can take an award-winning... I think that's what it's... The, that's the head of Australia, isn't it? Is it? Or I, it, it you can might take be. an award-winning photo of the last moments of the two. What type of lens do you use? I would use the lens that gives me the most be- the best resolution so that I can take pleasure in watching the looks on their faces as they're ripped in half and torn in- into pieces and thrown around the world, or thrown around the area. What, what is it? Yeah. We're for seeing the two leaders in a tornado-prone area. I didn't know you guys had tornadoes in Australia. Probably don't. I would whatever lens I have that could see them just being ripped to pieces, and that way I can say that they're art and put them in a book and then sell it, and people come back and say that I'm you know showing things that are too violent and I'm corrupting today's youth, and what a horrible person I am. Okay, hang on, I'm getting a mental, <laughs> I'm just enjoying the mental image. I, okay. Shut up, moving on. I meant to send this one to Highlander, but I completely lost time, so now you get it. Question, what exactly is a peck? And who eats pickled peppers, or what purpose do they serve other than eating? I actually honestly do know what a peck is, but... Uh, funny, Enlighten us. Funny, a peck is two gallons. Who the hell uses a peck? That's a better question. Let's ask a question with a question. Answer a question. Who the hell uses a peck as a form of measurement? What's uh, the last the, time you the rolled English up... Did. The English did. Okay, there you go. It's, so also, nobody it's also pretty much used in farming as well because it's so huge. Fine. Well, they're saying a farm. When was the last time you rolled up to the grocery market and, say, and said, um, yes, I need a peck or two of milk. They're going to look at you and think you're delusional and toss you out on your ass. There you go. And who eats pickled peppers or what purpose do they serve other than eating? Well, I've never actually seen What other seen purpose do they serve? Them. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, uh, eating? Uh, I, said, I said other than eating. Um, as a squishy weapon? Squi- as a squishy weapon. Yes. I mean, right. they burn. If they, if they hit you, you get them in their eyes. It's a pepper. Brilliant. Right? Unless unless you're wearing glasses, in which case your well, entire I mean, plan is going down the drain. I mean, it, it, hey, it's still a hit your glasses. We could break the glasses or it could you know, splatter in its juice. Or maybe you could play a bunch of them. They get on the glasses and you can't see. You could. You I have mean, to take the glasses off. Bingo. What happens if it gets in your nose? I mean, then you got to breathe that. And what if they're hitting with you? I mean, if they're hitting with you a bunch of them. You can knock you unconscious. Yeah, but you'd have to have like a big pile, kind of like the uh, that part in Three Hundred where they push over the pile of bodies. Right. Well, you'd have to have like a huge pile of pickled peppers. I want to get a webcam experiment with that. Pickle, Peter Piper picked a pile of pickled peppers. Question: I can't seem to get a girl to sleep with me. Is it okay to have sex with my cat until I find a woman? Uh, uh if your cat is a woman, yes. Hey, you get whatever pussy you can. Oh, Bottom there line. you go. Now, kind of, now, that's, now that's, you're that's getting into it. Now you're getting into it. What is your opinion on 4chan? This is from Porta. I think it's where humanity goes to die. Look, if if you wanted a snapshot of the very depths of the seventh level of hell, if you really want to get in your mind exactly what Dante was referring to in his inferno, that is 4chan. I, I mean, tell me what Fortune isn't there. is chan is like the, the, the rarefied parts of the internet. Like, what, what am I trying to think of? Like, Fetishes? Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like everything from the internet, and it's like rare. I, I want to say rare. I can't think of the word, though. Um, like filtered. Filtered like, like you would with like a fine wine. Like okay. You, you get rid of all the other extraneous stuff. You, have, you just have that left. It's like the, the ultimate place to find that kind of crazy bullshit. That was an epic answer. Nice one. All right. I, I, think, I think you're talking about the pussy. Why does Canada suck? Why doesn't Canada really? suck? Really? 
Really? All right. Let's start. Let's Canada. See. Let's see. Canada is the 51st state. Um, it's America North. It's it the is North, America it's North. The Mi- American minor leagues. It's, yes, it is. It is uh, JV America. Yeah. A, A is a letter. Not a form of expression. No. It's not a, a conversation. Not a sentence. It's not an answer. It's a letter. You use you put maple syrup on snow, and that is considered a delicacy. Is there any kind of uh, Canadian literature? No. no. Any kind of Canadian cuisine? Of course not. Of course not. Do you, do you ever go out to? It's like, honey, let's go out to that Canadian, Canadian. restaurant. Yeah, you never hear. It never about happens because there there is no Canadian culture. Do Canadian actors stay in Canada? No, they come no, to the United course. States. Exactly. Or Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he's like he's not going to shake his way back into Canada. You drink milk out of a bag for Christ's sake. I mean, you want to talk about the most inane, stupid, inconvenient way to bag milk? You put it in a jug. You pour it into a glass. You drink it. You don't buy it in a bag, take it home, cut it open, then put it in a jug. It's adding an entire step to the process that you don't need. Why would you do that? And we haven't gotten to the worst part yet. It's hockey. It's not even a goddamn sport. If it doesn't involve a ball, it's not a sport. It's hockey. You put razor-sharp blades and you skate on ice. How stupid is that? When was the last time you had a Canadian team that won the NHL? The National Hockey League in the United States. If it's such a huge sport in Canada, my God, in the Winter Olympics. Oh, the Winter Olympics, yeah, when, shit, when, me, when, we, when Canada was trying to grow some balls. Yes. And then the United States laughed and slapped them around like the little girls that they are. What, what was uh, the, the medal first, whatever it is, initiative they had? It's just some sort of, yeah. And then there's hockey. They won the gold medal. Do you understand that they would have had to put the entire country of Canada on suicide watch had they not won the gold medal against the United States? Exactly. I guarantee that the 50 people in the country who actually watched the game that cared didn't give a damn the next morning when they found out the Americans won the silver. You people would have shot yourselves in the collective head if at the closing ceremonies of Canada, of the Winter Games, if you had to take out those huge cardboard cutouts of the hockey players, and you had them circle around, and that gay-ass orgy of a closing ceremonies, and you put the cardboard gold medal medals around their neck. What would have happened if you had not won the gold medal an hour before the closing games? People jumping off their second-story cottages out in the middle of nowhere. The greatest thing about Canada is that TV show on the History Channel called Ice Road Truckers. That's the only thing you got going on. Jesus Christ, even the Montreal Expos left Montreal. It's like we're playing baseball in Canada. Nobody here cares. You have Quebec on every other year is trying to secede from the country. And nobody seems to care. At least when they tried it here, we fought a war to keep them here. You can't give them away, and they can't get enough votes to leave. Moving on. Did we run are those all the questions? I think those are all the questions. That was quick. All right, I guess that's all the questions to for the live quickening. All so, in all, not not too bad. You definitely ended on a high note. Zarek says, I thought this was a live quickening, not a meltdown. <laughs> Slowest quickening ever. To be fair, it's Quebec. They are French. Well, I, I was going to say that was the that was my worst thing is that they have the French up there. Uh, honorable mentions: Finger Eleven, Our Lady Peace, Nickelback, Ryan Reynolds, Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Neil Young, Rush, Wayne Gretzky, Shania Twain. Okay, I like Shania Twain. She's hot as hell. Celine Dion, no one cares. Yes, and, and isn't it ironic? Man. Where where do they all do business and make their homes? They don't stay up there. I believe they make their uh, livings and homes in the United States of America, the greatest country on earth. In my defense, this was done on the fly. I didn't have a whole week to think about it. So, and I expect it to be epic. I'm not as funny as you are. Nor do I try to be. 
So that ends tonight's broadcast. I think we hit everything we wanted to, really. They're not really a real country anyway. <laughs> That's right. Even the friggin' South Park made their millions off of making That's Canada. right. Now, that's not fair. The Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams on numerous occasions. <laughs> All right. These we're going to bookmark and get them next week. The other articles we did not get to. Yeah. As usual. Oh. Yeah, see, manly stuff. That's how you do America, yeah. You don't like it? You can get out. You have no idea how many people say that here. It's ridiculous. Probably because we get tired of the America hate from these self-hating people. See, I, I don't think I don't think Americans know about the American hate. I mean, and some do, obviously. I think what the do majority mean? do not, because that I, we're disliked outside of our borders. Yes, I, I I think the majority of Americans do not realize that we are not liked See, by I, the majority outside of I, borders. I, only because we as a culture seem to be so self centered that I, we 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 revolve around you know we look at what happens in America and I'll, I'll, the majority of Americans don't really pay attention. So what goes on outside of I'll America. disagree in two fronts. One, I think I don't think that people don't realize. I just think, like most Americans, we don't care. If you don't like us, that's your problem. Second thing is, people should stop revolving their, their lives around us. They should be concerned with what we're doing. Worry about yourself. If you have that much time in your hands to dislike us, then you have way too much time in your hands. Worry about you. Don't worry about us. We worry about us. We don't worry about you. We're too busy to care about the Germans. Or the Indians. Or the Japanese. We don't care. Go away. You come here to go to school. You come here to make your, your millions. You import our restaurants and our TV shows and our language and our Pepsi and Coke. We don't bring in yours. We don't care. You come here to live. This is a melting pot. You give us all of your peasant stock, all of your downtrodden, your poor, and your crap. Because let's be honest, when this country was founded, nobody with any money came here. You weren't going to leave your plush palaces to come all the way over here to cut your little niche out of a... In the backwoods? Yes. We're a nation of peasant stock. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people don't like us. It's because we became number one with nothing. We picked ourselves up from the ground up and made ourselves great. Everyone's always off for number one. Does anybody like the Yankees outside of New York? No, same thing. If you don't like it, then you become number one. We made something of ourselves. I think a lot of people got pissed off at that. You're listening to two American hosts, not Australian (laughs) hosts, not British hosts. Anyways. Uh, My throat is about had it. I like Americans, but then again, the American government paid for my education. See what I mean? There you go. Don't all the super liberals threaten to move to Canada every election? Yeah. Mm, it's not Canada. Um, no, no. It is. is it Canada? Well, I remember Alec Baldwin was going to leave. He's a super liberal. And Robert Redford was going to leave if Bush went off. He was going to move to Ireland. And, you know, what was Well, there, there, there was that was big a, controversy when the healthcare thing around that Rush Limbaugh was going to go to Costa Rica for his health care. Yeah, but that, that was kind there. of a joke, actually. And I believe he did go to Costa Rica as a joke. He did go to Costa Rica. Yeah, he was Rica. gone for a week because so he went on vacation to Costa Rica. Ah, okay. Uh, but See, I, I, I don't listen to his show. Yeah, I don't know. No, I was actually listening that time. But I, I remember that was kind of a national thing. It was a deliberate parody of um, Alec Baldwin. He was just kind of twisting the dagger. So, is super liberal? Oh, oh that's yeah. That's that's like asking if the Pope's Catholic. He tried getting himself a liberal radio show, but it bombed badly after his uh, initial four-hour. Yeah. Now, if too. if if you're a conservative, which I don't know if you say that totally ruined my day, you might like Stephen Baldwin who is a born-again Christian and also incredibly right-wing. Is he a brother? 
Yeah, I can't Stephen tell. Ball- from, like five million from the Usual Suspects. That that Baldwin. You've never seen the Usual Suspects? Nope. Are you serious? Yes. Holy crap! I might try to find it on. Was the... Is that the one in Backdraft? Um, no, that is William Baldwin. Fuck, there's like eight Baldwins. There's, I can't tell. I there's can't... Alex, Stephen, William. There's like a fat one who's only That's in like Alex. a couple things. Well, he, Alex fat now, but at the time, like when they were all in their heyday, he, he was. He's the one fat. that called his daughter a fat little pig because she wasn't there to answer the phone when he called, right? Yeah. That's Alec Baldwin? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. You, what? Really? No, no he, uh, I didn't he called know that. Kim Basinger's house. He was going to call his daughter on her birthday and she wasn't home. Uh-huh. So he left the message. This huge, long, like two minute tirade. Very much reminiscent of what we'd hear later from uh, uh, Bell Gibson. Oh, her wow. Fat little pig and oh, couldn't hate wild. her and she needs to be slapped down. And so. Yes, Jazzy J. The Usual Suspects is awesome. It's the. Uh... Well, I, I I can't differentiate between them all without giving start going through the plot, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Jesse, yeah, I don't like born again Christians. They gave us a bad name. How exactly? I'm not entirely sure what how that gives us a bad name, but I don't know. Jesus, save me! Don't tell anybody that. That's bad. <laughs> no, he's turned me away from evil. No, shh. Giving us a bad name. Quiet. All right. Let's get the post game going here. All right. So, sir, what did we learn? I learned that I suck at doing the play-in. I don't think you did. But I knew that already. I I thought for uh, what you did, especially with that last one, I mean, it was sort of a meltdown, but uh, it was still fun. Uh, I learned that the on-live gaming console is coming out for $99. bucks. we will see if anybody buys it. I learned that the FCC is still trying to stick their nose in it. They've already been kicked out of it twice. They've already been slapped down by the courts saying you have no jurisdiction over this. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I learned that the Australian government uh, finds violent video games inconclusive to violent behavior. I learned that we're allegedly supposed to get between one and two feet of snow by sometime Monday afternoon. I learned that... Competitive free diving is all about diving without any oxygen, so you had to pull your breath for a long spot. I learned some bastard, poor bastard, University of Florida was, you know, being hunted down for a murder when it was a case of mistaken identity. I learned Nokia's N-Gage really sucked. Big time. I didn't learn that. I, I kind of knew that, too. Yeah. Uh, is that it? See. Did we get in? I learned that tomorrow night, Sunday, at 9 p.m. Eastern... We're having a Dynasty Warriors online meetup for everybody to play. Make sure you are at least a lieutenant major or higher in rank so that we can play some games together because we're going to do 4-on-4 uh, four and 12-on-12 four four 12 matches. Meet up in the courtyard on Shu Han. We're playing for Shu in front of Huang Zhang's office. And yes, it does sound like Chinatown. Yeah. It, it, it does. It, 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 it sounds like you're ordering something up there. I'll take the Peking Duck and the uh, Liu Bei Guan Yu. With a side of Juju Lion. With the cream of some young guy. Yeah. <laughs> Google Guy fan. <laughs> and I'm sure we learned some other stuff that I just don't care to bring up right now. So, what else we got? Uh, the sponsors. Yes. Sponsors are, at the moment, Type Frag Ventura Servers. We at Clan of Guard use Type Frag. In fact, uh, tomorrow evening, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before you get on tomorrow night for the games for Dynasty Warriors, check our forums, vtwproductions.com. The Ember Square forums, or go to clan1g.net, home of the guard. Go guard. And I will have instructions up there. We'll use the clan1g Ventrilo rather than use the DPW one. I want to clog it up. So. Our other sponsor is Audible Books, audible.com. Uh, if you're too busy to read books, I know I am sometimes. I usually try and get them on CD or whatever, or I download them and bring them to a CD. You listen to them in the car, you can bring your little iPod with you when you're working out or whatever. It really saves time, and I enjoy listening to them. Audible. 
Uh, clan Appeal Guard, our personal clan and home, clanwinchy.net. We are discussing doing a dinosaur's division if this beta thing works out. Magic card thing never really works when we play magic anymore. So. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Um, Facebook. Don't forget to join us on Facebook. Yes. Look for us. The Emperor's Court on Facebook. Join us. Follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. That's all. We do Twitter quite a bit. What's yes. like 165 followers? I, I, I haven't Twittered recently, but uh, I know I was Twittering about my fantasy league. I have I've made playoffs for my Did fantasy Did you? League. Awesome. Yes. It's Well, okay. Let, let me put it this way. If I, if I win them in, if I lose, it's going to be based on points because of tiebreakers. And the guy below me is going to have to get like 76 more points than I do on this coming week. So say I get like, say I get like some abysmal like 20 points. He's going to have to win his game with a point total of like 96. So it's not going to happen. So I am in the playoffs. Little Rex saying that, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you, next week is the one year anniversary of when you and Highlander swapped quickening and meltdown. I did not know that. Well, uh, since you already did the quickening, you want me to do a meltdown? You can do that. Yes, absolutely. I can think I of like something see, I can I like to see you do the meltdown. A martyrdom says, possibility of a Cult of the Emperor guild if we were to do it on Dynasty Warriors. Uh, no, what we would do is we would make you all Imperial Guard Auxiliaries, 1G, since we already have the guild name up there. We would just, I mean, we've already got everything in place, so we just do that. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we didn't do the drinking game much this week. We didn't mention including sports really at all. Not really, the other, than the, other than the Cavaliers. Ohio, well, we didn't mention Ohio State. For yeah, and uh, people should have taken a drink when you were talking about if you could set up a video game studio in Cleveland. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, so you guys kind of you know fell on your face on that one. Let's see. Uh, is there anything else going on, really? Well, don't forget all the shows we have tomorrow. Tomorrow's 2040, Casually Hardcore, and Octagonal Horde Across the World. Throughout the week, we've got... Oh, and the one she plugs at the end. That's true. Uh, throughout the week, we've got a whole bunch of other shows, including all the ones we just brought over from that other network. We've got Difficulty Check, White, 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 White Rinse, Repeat. We've got episodes of role-playing, podcraft, all kinds of stuff. Check it out. BTWProductions.com. Highlanders, is there anything else we're missing other than thanking people? No, I think, apart from thanking people, that'll do. Okay, so thank you to listeners for tuning in to us for you. We wouldn't be doing this. Thank you to Gnomewise for putting up, and we will eventually put up, when I get it done, the uh, podcast for us. I get them edited down, send it to him, he posts it. Thank you for that. And thank you to None Left, the IRC bitch, and our show contributor, who's always Johnny on the spot and does a great job with articles, and we appreciate all the work that he does. Thank you. Thanks to all the above mentioned. Ladies and gentlemen, we will meet and convene once more next week on Saturday. 6, 9 p.m. Um, Eastern. Actually, we're not sure on that yet. Remember, That's right. Because the BGA BGAs, Awards, yes. we're going to have to talk about that up the air. All right. So, folks, make sure you keep an eye on BTW Productions. Check out the Empress Court forums throughout the week. We may decide to either A, alter um, our time frame when the show goes, or we may just extend it for a few hours. It depends what we have going on next week. So keep an eye after that. I hope to have the um, last week's show and this one better than put up in a more timely fashion. My apologies for that. So, I think that's everything. Hail Emperor, everybody does me. That's good. Awesome. Um, Master Queef misses his real name. Too bad. We shouldn't have uh, tried to correct him. Then. Pretty good for the rules. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he didn't know the rules ahead of time. I know. So, you get nothing to your dumbassery. All right. I think that wraps everything up. That does wrap everything up. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody.